I'd be all right. I'd be fine. Would it be fine? Yeah. It's too bad I don't like popcorn. <laughs> well, no, well, there's nothing wrong with popcorn. Come on. I just popcorn don't like- in a movie. I mean, you got to have that butter on there. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I, I, there. I I just don't like you the know. texture. That that styrofoam feeling in my mouth. I don't oh, like it. Okay. I'm just not into that. Meanwhile, back at Karen feeding you rice cakes. That's right. <laughs> oh, I, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna go ahead and get this thing fired All up because right. we got a lot of stuff <laughs> to go ahead and be talking to, talking about. So, All without right. further ado, let's go ahead and kick this thing off in three, two, uno mas, uno dos tres cuatro cinco seis. Hey. Ah! In the other room where you have your phone for you don't wake up all the time. All of a sudden you get that boop, boop, and like that's my Ma-da-ma-da. alert before we got to go to the studio. That just shows you what hookers and cocaine do you for you this early. Well, you just shot the fun out of that, not to mention the oxygen. Oh, hell. Welcome to another exciting episode of the What's in Your Latitude program. I am your host, JP. We have Ben. That's right. He is no longer an intern, and we got the third wheel. We got Tim. Tim, how in the hell are you, brah? I'm doing all right. How about you guys? Oh, you know, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Got a lot of people from last episode. That have tuned in, and I think a lot of it had to do with, had to do with, uh, you know, oh, you, Tim, one. saying something. Because I've had people come up to me and go, hey, I heard, checked out your podcast. And I went, well, I didn't tell you. Hey, hey, I go, hey. well, who did you hear it from? And he goes, well, Tim said something about it. Well, good deal, man. Way to go. Well, thank you, man. Promote it. Yeah, getting props. High five, man. High five, yeah. self-made mouse friend. No, it's high five, no friends, myself. Uh, okay, you're lonely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> On today's dating That's game. the rumor. Hey, Susie, what do you look for in a man like JP? That's all okay, right. Okay, high. Uh, fuck you, no. too. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was going to give you a high five. I know, you don't like me. <laughs> it's like, I don't think so. Denial. Denial. Exes denied. Sorry. So hey, what's been going on? Uh, did you guys hear the mothership is coming? 
Anyway, Tim, how's it going over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. I guess I want to know what this mothership is. Oh, oh, now you're intrigued. I guess. Well, I, I think mean... you're going into the rabbit hole that I don't think you want to go in right now. All right, cool. We'll get back oh. to the mothership. <laughs> real quick, let's find your hell. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, supposedly they're saying they detected a large <laughs> thing coming through space, and they think it's a big mothership of some sort coming. Did it involve a balloon? I don't know. No balls. I know I'm sitting there going, distraction, distraction, distraction. They're just trying. Oh, my God. It's just hilarious what they're trying to do to get us to go, look, squirrel. <laughs> it's just outrageous. Yeah. Crazy. So then, so then you got people that are out there just going, uh, what is that? Uh-huh. I didn't know a phone camera can reach outer space. Next thing you know, we're going to see a increase of bigfoot sightings with the ufo coming oh dude you know um speaking of bigfoot sasquatch and all that and everything everything what about my um, cousin (laughs) (laughs) see i knew it i knew i just knew it i just freaking knew it yeah yeah george george my my cousin George. george Of not the jungle, <laughs> George, 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 George of the Francina B. Man, did you have coffee today, my friend? <laughs> it's not just watch out for that tree, watch out for the forest. <laughs> but um, so Rogue, um, Rogue Valley Weather, uh, Greg, I can't remember his last name, but he goes around and talks about, you know, he's been having a, um, things in regards to your relative or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and he's been doing a lot of meetings and stuff like that. It's like, remember that outdoor show that I went, mm-hmm. um, he was speaking there. He's, oh, really? He spoke in cave junction, uh, Jackson County, Josephine County. Oh, um, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Um, Douglas County. And he's getting a hell of a turnout, like 300 plus. Oh, that's way cool. I've, I've always, you know, figured what we don't know doesn't hurt us. So why, yeah. why don't we just, if the, if the thing is real, why don't we just leave him the hell alone? Well, if it still exists or not, yeah. I don't know. Do, do we really need to know? There is documentation, though, of a mining colony. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember on where it, it, it was geographically. Yeah. But they, um, they found evidence with these people that were up there that, and some of those people from that, uh, was able to get back to civilization apparently. Okay. And started talking about there was these, there was this huge, humongous, you know, hairy guy. Yeah. Pretty much, you know, now well, you also- that, could, that could be another segment. We could probably get some oh, more information on it. Yeah. Get some, get, try to find a Native American with but some uh, had, old stories. Right. But if you, you know, if you have this particular monster that's out there. Yeah. Uh, I would think that he's not too happy. Probably not. And if you see something a little bit different, you know what? He's going to go, <laughs> food. <laughs> that's what I did yesterday. You know, uh, <laughs> These people are going, they're running and stuff like that, and then they're screaming. They're going, ah! It's like, what are you running for? He's gonna eat me! All right. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe we should stop calling him a monster first. Oh, because <laughs> they're here we go. They're called cryptids. 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 
Okay, now, deep thoughts with Tim. Banana. Banana. Bananas. Banana. Anyways, no, I was going to say, so we, you hear all these legendary things, kind of like the Loch Ness Monster, even Alien. Well, that's I'll take that one, Seven Ways of Sunday, of being true. You know why? Because Spock said so. Back in the day, in the 70s, I kid you not, Leonard Nimoy had a show about mis- the mi- mysterious whatever that was. Like, Pick it up. Stories the un- or- yeah, the unsolved stories in the uh, Loch Ness so, Monster, and he had this big serpent. Yeah, it would be in Scotland. It's in the Loch Ness Lake. That's right. I forgot about that old series. Yeah, that's just one example. Okay, anyway, go ahead, Tim. I didn't no, mean to yeah. interrupt you. No, you're fine. Okay. And the Yeti is this kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like, as far as a Himalayan Bigfoot. That's Hence the really- reason why they're so tough and stuff like that. You spend $700 for a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor the Bigfoot. Uh, habitat by a Yeti. Yeah, why don't Why don't they just make a Bigfoot brand? Just Bigfoot and Yeti and, Yeti and I know. Just Yeti make it sounds, the, the cryptid line. Well, how about this, man? <laughs> Let's have some Bigfoot moonshine. No, how about this? You put ready? some sauce in your squash. I'm gonna put they this. I'm gonna I put know this they idea. Do sunshine distributor. Oh, distri- yeah. I'm gonna put this idea on the air so that way we can't. You know, uh, okay. I, we, nobody can go back and say that I wasn't here. You ready? Okay. It's a cooler, and on the bottom of it, it has a footprint. So every time you set it down, it puts the footprint down. It puts a big. Oh, that's foot. a marketing that's cool. genius right idea right there. Bam. Hey. Just Pat like that. Bam. Pat money. Pat number four twenty sixty nine. Bat. That's money right there. That's money. That is. That's cool shit. Yeah. No kidding. But you got to make sure that it's all wet. So you got to take your bottled water oh, and then yeah. set it down. Yeah. You got to really try. Yeah. You you, really try. I mean, you got to put but some imagine, effort you in just, there. Imagine you go down to the river and you're like in the soft sand or whatnot. And you just put this massive, you know, 12 foot yeah. footprint in the, you know, just for remember fun. The, the Here you have, two pe- you have two people carrying this cooler yeah, just around. Bum, bum, bum. And trying to hey, make like, footprints uh, no, as he's walking stilts. away. <laughs> those stilts. Do you remember? You remember those, those stilts shoes? as a kid? The moonwalkers or whatever Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 You could just. Yeah, I'll make uh, I'll make little loops for sticks so people can do that. So that way it'll be, and uh, but then it'll have to be you know you have to buy two a left foot a right foot otherwise it won't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you would just flip the script. I mean, you just you have the picture of the one that's obviously the you know the no, right no, you, the no, left no, no. foot. You got to make the, money somehow. You got to sell two. Uh, See, well, yeah, well kids, no, 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 no. When we were kids, we had those we put on our feet. The big, I'm yeah, the big giant here. Foots, foots, what? feet. I'm saying, okay, if you're going to do that, then you're going to have to take your left foot, okay, and then flip the script. In other words, flip it over and then make another mold, you know, foot, you know, because both. How about, how about this? Both big toes are next to each other. I got you. The cooler will have the bottom of one foot and the lid will have the bottom of the other foot. Okay. Now you're just getting weird. Why? Because you just take oh, the okay. lid off. Oh, you take. Oh, you take the. Yeah. You so take now the lid off. Ta- so now you're gonna take all the stuff that's inside, that's nice and cold, such as your alcoholic beverage. This is when you've already set drank. It out you ready? In the if you're sun. gonna go, if you're gonna go so far as to make a trail with your cooler of Bigfoot feet, <laughs> you're gonna already have drank everything in that cooler. No, not necessarily. Not, not necessarily. No, I guess yeah. I guess not. Maybe, so maybe not with you guys. Everything out, and now you're now here. You are. Let's say like you're like 50 yards away. My from great. All I- your, we might as well just stuff. rewind to when this was a great idea. No, it is a great idea. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is, if you put it on the top. 
And if you take the top off, you got to take all your stuff out. So you got here, you got your stuff sitting there. What are you talking about? On what you you got to take it out. Oh, what if are you, you want to step in it and stuff you, like that. Sure. Right. But I otherwise, mean, just. You can't, you can't. There's going to be, if you found. How are you going to flip it upside down? Don't flip it upside down. Take your lid off. It's a removable exactly. lid. Exactly. Okay, removable he lid. Extremely annoying shift later. But you still have to take this stuff out. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? Someone dropped ass. <laughs> Somebody dropped the bomb <laughs> saying we need to move on. <laughs> Not yet. Anyway, Tim, go ahead. Okay, sir. We'll get that. Yeah. I don't no. even know. Uh, well, I guess a good marketing idea. Is yeah, but let's goes, just but say that, that you're really 50 yards it. away and stuff like that, and you turn around and all your food and your beer and stuff like that, Guess what happened to it? Bigfoot got it. Every damn... Yeah. <laughs> Here comes Yogi Bear. He's like, you stupid Way ass. Go, Here I am. Here I am. You're going to mimic my footprints, and I'm going to steal your food. Thank you so much. I don't think the Raiders going to like that, Yogi. <laughs> Yay. Oh, gosh. Holy balls. Hey, coffee's kicking No, in. it is. A, that is a kick-ass idea. That would be fun. I think it'd be pretty cool. I just don't know how, like... And then all of a sudden, High Tide comes in and ruins all your freaking work. <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? It's worth it, like I said. Oh, no, it's worth the time and effort. Oh, absolutely. It's worth the marketing idea. I'd be so idea. down. you I, just see people just stomping the clown. into this. I'm down with the clown on this. I think that'd be pretty fun. Down Hands down. I'm down with the clown on Has this. Has there ever been a Bigfoot sighting in the Pacific Northwest on the coast? Like, on the beach? Like, I'm just homeboy kicking it? That's all jump a car and i'll show me walking down the beach you can take pictures well oh yeah okay (laughs) that'll go over like a fart in church oh well no but i feel like if somebody was trying to hide their way they would figure out if it was a giant homo sapien well remember that okay now you remember that infamous giant homo homo. remember that infamous video that was like shot in the 40s Remember that infamous video that they shot in the 40s and they saw this dude walking and they finally, like, confirmed the, that starts with like it was a dude in a like freaking that. costume. Yeah, I remember that. It was. I, it I started was with, like, an F and a K. In search of. That's what it was. Leonard Nimoy, in, in search, search of. of. Oh, good right. Lord. The, uh, the footage that you're talking about, I, de- I know exactly what it is, but yeah. I can't remember the exact name of it. But the guy who went out there was had announced that he was going to look for Bigfoot mm-hmm. and on the first day found him. Yeah. And that, but the camera that he also used, he was known as a con artist, but the camera that he used was written. He bought it with a false check and then went out there, filmed it. And then essentially said that he found Bigfoot on the first day with his, with his fault. Fa- yeah. He was just what a it, total it, known con man as far as that. Bad check camera. Yeah. And he got back and he's <laughs> like, He's like, hey, you're going to jail for a fraud. And he's like, but I got the footage. And then, uh, yeah, and so I don't, I don't really know what the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how's everybody's week going? And that was Deep Thoughts right. with, with Tim. Tim. Very good, dude. Very good. Did everybody have a good week so far? Um, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I can't complain. Didn't really do a lot this week other than just, you know, normal crap. Yeah, dealing with your birds. Well, that and the honeydew list stuff, you know. Which never, never ends. ends. It never ends. Yeah, it's all right, though. Um, Other than that, just praying the people down south of California get a break from flooding. Yeah. Well, okay, that's going to be another story. Um, Tim, <laughs> how about you? <laughs> 
<laughs> How about you? How did everything go this week? Uh, it started to go good. Yesterday, I was going to try and go to a rock festival, and we ended up. Oh yeah, where? At the expo, and we ended in up, Medford. Yeah, and then pretty much like on our way, we figured out that it was next weekend. Oh, and uh, you which, were way off. It's totally fine. You're we got bad. We got bad information, but we showed up, and instead there was a cheese and wine festival. So we ended up going into that. <laughs> when I tell you, going into that, I felt so white. Like I was just like, this is, this is. I was looking at my lady, and I was like, this is probably the whitest shit we've ever done. And I was like, honestly, this but you are white though. <laughs> I'm darker. Okay? I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm a medium roast white. How's that? Like we're not. I don't identify that we're way. We're cooking our humans. No, I, I've got that Greek Flip tone. Flip the fucker over. You got the Greek Whoops. tone. Whoops! Oh, sh- damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I use the F word. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Okay, bring in the lawyer. All right. All right. I apologize. I'm really, really sorry. I apologize unreservedly. I offer a. Complete and utter retraction. The imputation was totally without basis in fact and was in no way fair comment and was motivated purely by malice. And I deeply regret any distress that my comments may have caused you or your family. And I hereby undertake not to repeat any such slander at any time. Okay, in the now, now we're back. We, see, the thing is, is that when it comes to foul language and stuff like that, <laughs> the. Uh, oh balls! Sebastian hooked this thing up for Christ's sake. <laughs> that every time that that's the funniest cracker shit I heard in a long time. <laughs> I've never been so white at a wine and cheese festival. Oh my god! It turned into a hockey fest. A hockey fest. Have you ever been to a monster hey, truck hockey. rodeo? <laughs> there you go. Now there's every hey. When I yes, I've been to so many monster jams. It's not even funny. Monster Dude, jam. I went to so many monster jams. Victory Grave Digger. Dude, I have so many monster Saturday jam night. Hot Wheels. Like twenty dollars. Anyway, go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what the vibe was. It was WWE Kids, of $5. giant trucks. Like it was crazy. No, but Monster Jam was the shit. Yeah, it was amazing. (laughs) With Bigfoot in my the Monster Jam, they had one called Bigfoot. Free kids ride free. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Take (laughs) kids on 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 a monster truck. We've already been kids once. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, I ended up going, and what we thought, what I thought was going to be like this banquet of cheese and wine, it turned into just like a vendor thing that was a vendor thing yeah it was kind of cool there was was there any samples at least oh yeah we went through i mean so there was probably samples of cheese but if you went for wine it would probably have to cost you something so that's here we go okay 20 bucks at the door (laughs) here's 20 bucks at the door no okay so it actually was 20 bucks at the door um yes am i good or what but did i pay 20 dollars at the door hell no I uh, ended up staying in the line to buy a ticket, and when we went in, we paid the $25, and then they just had this guy standing at the door who was Oh, so it was $5 more? $25 entry fee, and then $20 extra to drink. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Dropping so, a Benji So it would have been 90, yeah, 90 bucks for me and my lady to go in, but we paid 50 bucks because as we're walking past this guy, we had the wristbands that said we were 21. Yeah. We did not pay the $20. Yeah, he handed us both wine glasses, and we just scooted right in like we paid. Were they plastic or no? They're they're glass, and they say the Cheese Guild. 
oh dude it's amazing he score it was amazing so yeah we walked around we were just sampling all kinds of wine yes very very posh and pinkies up and it was yeah, yeah. But no, we ended up seeing all kinds of different stuff, and we ended up getting like this uh, chipotle sauce that was made with some Oregon peaches. It was like an Oregon yeah. fest, and it's the biggest one on the West Coast or in the Pacific Northwest. Well, hell, for fest. a Benji, yeah, I guess. Well, we only paid 50 like I said. But, well, I know, you know but... They're going to come after me now, the Cheese Guild. They're going to want their glasses back. But No, that's... I don't think so. Um, Just out of curiosity, yeah, for sure. um, was the Rogue Creamery there? Uh yeah no the road. did they have their blue cheese there I didn't try any blue cheese but I did try their uh their brie the, okay yeah, the brie yeah. yeah that's still off the uh, chain most, good most of the stuff there was brie cheese okay um, now you do know you do know that Rogue Creamery with their blue cheese went to that world of yeah down and, and they beat like no they built they beat every they are the best blue right. cheese manufacturer on the is planet. that national okay internationally yeah world globally well that's pretty beat. dope and they went to the global thing no that's pretty and, dope and beat it you know no good for them especially i was gonna say we've got a lot of cool uh a lot of cool companies here especially like uh Novesky rifle works yeah they uh i mean i don't know the exact specifics but i know that they go to the um the competitions like against like Smith and Wesson and like all the, right, the right, right. large. <laughs> and so during their vendors and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. They start, they go. Hi, like, right. welcome, welcome to the guns and cheese and uh, oh, no, wine no, no, festival. No, no, but as far as like they, they come, they compete against all these uh, large like brand names. And that's just here based out of Grants Pass. And then they ended up uh, scoring in like the highest percentile and nice scored a lot of contracts with like the navy and the army and stuff like that oh nice for, like suppressors and all kinds of different like uh like their barrels as far as like the consistency of their barrels and the rifling yeah. they had almost one of the top scoring and so yeah that's yeah. just based out of here i got um i have some some intel actually in regards to even wine barrels oh, wine barrels um we got a nice wine country here well yes um because i Surprising. delivered <laughs> you're not going to believe this we're getting uh, i'll tell the story real quick and then we're going to have to go to break for sure it's in uh, missouri okay. okay big b missouri i've heard of big b population not even a thousand okay they Maybe make wine bixby uh-huh bixby i've heard of bixby not no big bixby is a little bit higher right. big b is it, it's it's more it's not because it, Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I had to go and pick up a bunch of wine barrels, new ones. Right. When I got to this place, and I was just like, okay, this town keeps getting smaller and smaller. Keep and, making wine and, barrels. And my truck is getting bigger and bigger on the road, you know. So you're kind of like being, it's like, okay, uh, where is this place? Right. You know. So I get into the town, and there is a con- there's a convenience store slash mom and pa store slash gasoline slash hardware slash general store. Yeah, and yeah. then and then you have a clothing store across the street, which is the one boutique. Uh, the one boutique, and uh, you have all these little houses and stuff like that. But population is not even a thousand. And I said, I'm looking for this such and such place. Oh, yeah, just go right around the corner across the railroad tracks. Right. And so I go across the railroad tracks. I see this place. And the place is kind of about half the size of a Walmart. Okay. okay. But 
then take the half the size of Walmart and put it into pieces. In other words, just like quarter it off. Yeah, quarter yeah. quarter it off. There's something over here. Quarter it off. There's something over there, and then quarter over here. Right. You got this, that, so on and so forth. Okay. So I get to this place, and there's no dock, no nothing. Just and bay door or something like that. There, you know, they had you know obviously forklifts and and mm-hmm. shit like that. So, but the the thing was is like no 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 we got it covered. Just leave your truck here. Hey, you want to take a tour? Yeah, sure. They were showing me on how they made these oak barrels. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I was going through this, this particular company is the third largest oak barrel producer to the Pacific Northwest than anybody in the world. Just starts in a garage sometimes. Yeah. Yep. This place in Missouri, these barrels, and... And what was funny about it and, and how the conversation came up um, when they were loading them up. I mean, I had seven stops I had to do right. all in the Pacific Northwest. Just to these wineries and stuff like to that. To the wineries yeah. and stuff like that. But what was funny was <laughs> me with my stupid ass Polosh, Polak, you know, memory. Stupid Polak. <clears throat> I know. Hey, I'm Polish and Irish. I'm done with an attitude, okay? So... That explains it. There you go, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. They were showing me everything, but then once when they were coming out on the pallets, these things were wrapped in, I kid you not, it looked like I was looking at a NASA satellite of silver Like thermal blankets? Yeah, thermal like blankets yeah. over it and, mm-hmm. and it, and it was just like, what am I delivering, alien babies? Yeah, man. Cocoon. Is the thing that's going to open up and eat me or something? Yeah, I face mean, hugger and then just drive you. But the I asked him, I go, hey, what's the, okay, why do you guys have this? And he goes, well, the, even though that we do burn the inside of it, and we do this and right. that and the band and and all that, they stay, um, in other words, hibernated. It, right. I, yeah. I guess, I guess like that's the only I know that there's a different word for it. it right. It, that it stays in an incubation period or... It thermo, like it just keeps... Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Insulated. Yeah. Keeping there you the go. elements out. Right. The and... Air, the humidity. You know, you got to keep all the everyday dust, air, humidity, and all that out of it. Yeah. But yeah. I went I went to all these different... Up in Washington. Um, yeah. It was Oregon, Idaho... Um, dropping all these different, you know, these different, um, you know, barrels off and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Isn't it amazing where some stuff's made for other locations? I know, but this little town, not even a thousand. Oh yeah. It's amazing. What's out third largest Oak barrel producing company in the world. Yeah. Right there in the Midwest. Yeah. Yep. Close to home. Actually. If you think about it. Yeah. But anyhow. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to let He got the frog in his throat. Okay, hold on. Wretched lips here. Yep. Um, We're going to go ahead and take a break here. Um, And when we come back, I know, Ben, you have some stuff that's on the docket. I have some important stuff on the docket. It's going to be a long show, ladies and gentlemen. Tim, I know that you got some stuff that are probably on the docket, which you haven't said anything yet. So... Should we keep it as a surprise or just bring it up now? I was going to say, keep it as a surprise, probably, but then I'll have, I know for a fact I'm going to have points on both of your guys' topics. Okay, cool. So, All right, cool. Yeah. 
I'm curious on the points that you have on his. I don't even know his, so I'm excited to know what it is. Okay. I know yours because we talked about it. I briefly talked about it. Yeah, I briefly talked about it. So don't go away, ladies and gentlemen, and children of all eight. Wait, do we have children that listen to it? No. It, we it, can. It, it, well, we could. I'll have two kids in Arkansas start listening. Oh, okay. So that sounds random, but I have family. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds got, so random. I got family in hey, every state. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to get out of here. So don't go away. This is the Latitude Program. Hello, my name is Ricardo. I mean, um, Javier. No, um, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Let me Let me get my license. Let's see here. I have a Safeway card. I got, uh, no, that's not it. Um, let's see, I got a Costco card. No, that ain't it. Um, oh, I have my green card that I printed off from the inter, I mean, that I got from the local authorities, because I'm legal. <laughs> and it's okay. But, um, no, my name is Javier, and uh, welcome to Javier's. Auto sales and Fred's shoe repair. Say hi, Fred. Fred, wake up. Wake up and say hi. <laughs> that was Fred. So, I just want to let you know that we're down on the corner of, um, uh, let's see, what is this street? Um, it is uh, Abla Espaz. Um, well, anyway, it's in English, and um, I'm, I'm not really good yet, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, but I'm in the corner of, uh, of here and there, and I have this really nice car. It is, it is blue, and it, uh, it, you know, it's, it's a Toyota Prius. <laughs> it, and it's a really cool car, man, because, um, it is, like, blue, and, um, it has this, like, horn. It goes, ee, ee, and it sounds really cool, man. And, um, you know, it goes from zero to 60, eventually um but it really goes fast downhill and uh if you want to take a look at the car you can come down now the only thing is is that for some reason that on the driver's side door there is no lock for some reason there's a hole there but that's okay well uh, uh my uh, my friend um you know cousin you know brother's uh nephew hector he's a really good mechanic he knows how to strip cars i mean he knows how to fix them really good. Hey, um, uh, hip to be square. No, man, that's Javier. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Talk about my shoe stuff. I, I, I can fix yours. Oh, really, I say? How about this? Can you fix Nike? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. That's okay. Um, I guess I'll get it figured out sooner or later, huh? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, so come on down. Check out the Prius. We can get that little door thing fixed, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm going to give away good price. We got good prices here. Talk about my shoes, please. Well, let's look at it this way. If you don't like to buy that car and you don't have transportation, Fred will fix your shoes because he's a soul saver. Got to go. Bye.
back to the program. This is the What's in Your Latitude program. And what I would like to also say, um, obviously you're listening to us on Spotify. Thank you very much. Uh, if you like on what you're hearing and in, in Spotify, uh, go ahead and give us a like. Uh, we do have the, the friends and family of the F&B Network. Uh, it's What's in Your Latitude on Facebook. There is some other different things that I'm going to go ahead and try and get going on. And I know that I've been saying this. If you guys are longtime listeners, uh, they're going to go, yeah, JP, we've heard this before. <sighs> I'll wait until I see it. Um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead. No, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and get that going on. So uh, with that being cool. said, um, going into uh, this side of the show, I know there's a lot of people that are out there, and a lot of them are greenies, a lot of them are non-greenies, a lot of them are I don't give a shit, or a lot of them I just, you know, I put my garbage away yep. in a trash can. And it goes away. And it goes into a, a it goes into like some magical place. <laughs> yep. As part of, you know, of the what's in your latitude is that we're here to speak on what our minds are and for the knowledge that we have in the research that we do, but we also have knowledge of the work experience. Yeah, hands-on. And, and having the hands-on. And there's something that I really would like for Ben to get into. Um, if we're going to be getting involved in the green shit, the environment and so on and so forth. Which, by the way, before we get to that, yes. <laughs> here's something that's really funny. Isn't that lovely? Oh, let's look at my notes here, shall we? And just see, just take a look. There he goes, digging through his little pocket rocket. <laughs> hey, wait, that's not my surfboard. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Yesterday, day before, okay, in the wonderful state of California. Yeah. Okay, this is according to the L.A. Times, okay? All right. And we're going to segue into your stuff. And no, so I'm and so listening forth. to you. I'm sitting here listening to you. <clears throat> okay, so now the L.A. Times has actually put out an article that um, the L.A. Times blames, okay, check this out, white people that drive cars. Yep. Are polluting the air. Well, stupid, are you ready? No, 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 I don't wanna. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh. Huh? Just white people, huh? Yep, just white people are polluting California. You damn crackers. Gosh darn it, I am a racist for driving a car in freaking California. All right, let's all carpool. Yeah. Not. And according and according to this as well, this nice little piece of bullshit. Yep. Oh, sweet Jesus. Because they're driving in areas where colored and oriental and um uh you know, the, the I uh, is damaging their air. Who drove into their bubble? Yeah. Who pissed in their weedies? I'm sorry, but, you know, Compton, it's not my fault. Yeah. 
It is darker in Compton. <laughs> Sometimes you have to drive that boulevard. Oh, God. Just don't stop and ask for directions. But oh, why not? Go ahead. Pull over. Saying? Stop. <laughs> How do you get the target from here? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then it gets better. <laughs> is and, and we're going to get into this later. That our person that is second in command. <laughs> okay. Is, is talking about climate mental health what the hell and she goes this is very disturbing that climate change mental health we is are. ruining society and on uh, top of that she all no she didn't mention this but the other part was is that that cars cars When the hell did our society become so sense sensitive? <laughs> what a bunch of pussies. Say something. Explain yourself. Your tongue's flapping, but no noise is coming out of your big mouth. Okay, Foghorn Leghorn, I'll get to it in a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> they're saying now that the brake dust from from your brakes and the, the 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 dust from the tires and and yada 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 is creating I'm listening you're giggling is <laughs> part of the climate change <laughs> yep that leads into so many other different directions I'm sorry but that is about the most stupidest effing yeah, it's dumb. Anybody can actually think that and put it out there for people to hear. And it's the news. It's the news people. It 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 it. Are you know? Are they running it, out of shit to report on? Yeah. Or, or, so anyway, they lost I, I their narrative. Had, I just had to say that for a minute before you got into garbage because <laughs> I know you got a ton, a ton of shit. A ton of shit. Yeah, I dealt with it all my life. <laughs> Well, so anyway, I'm going to stop laughing. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm good. No, I'm going to stop laughing. <clears throat> okay. Right. I'm you, gonna, you got it under control. I'm going to stop laughing. Reel in your giggle box. I'm going to start laughing. All right. Whenever you're ready for I promise. Ready, I, promise. Right. I promise. I promise. I promise. I, I'll, hey, I'll go stop. get yourself a Twinkie or something. I'm going to stop. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. I don't like ho, ho's. Yeah, go get your one of those pink coconut ball ones. No. Ew! I know, those are nasty. Oh, my God, you're eating mushrooms. No. <laughs> mushrooms. No, well, I they won't look do that like one. Because yeah. they look like one. Eat a mushroom. There you go. All right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, Which I've talked, my career has always been in trash. <laughs> and, I've and I've talked to JP about it. He's asked me 101 times about what I've done in my life. And basically, I, and I grew up in a landfill because my old man being a supervisor in a landfill, all basically all my childhood, and I used to be able to go to work with him. And then at a certain point in life, I ended up working for companies that built or expanded landfills. Okay. What a lot of people don't understand is, yeah, your garbage goes away on the truck with a guy either with a claw on the truck or they have a guy right in the back and your stuff goes away and you, and after that you forget about it. 
But then the whole process of everything breaking down, it's not really scientific or anything, but the amount of time and energy it takes to secure the ground, the groundwater, and the elements around those landfills is quite time consuming. And a lot of effort goes into it because of the gases, the leachate, um, keeping contaminated rainwater separated from going into creeks, streams, and rivers. A lot of dirt preparation, tons of dirt preparation goes into it. You bring a bunch. So, so what do they do on the dirt preparation? Well, the first thing they do is they go in, they survey out the area that they're going to... Uh, make a landfill? Make, make a landfill or expand off for they can make it bigger. And then they shoot all these numbers and put it on paper. They put it out for bid. And then you, and then you get a general, and then your general usually has his guys. Like we go in, like I was in the heavy equipment end. We'd go in and we would break down the area and put slopes in or a flat bottom. And then you have to meet everything with compaction when you're doing your dirt work because you got a guy out there doing soil test and compaction test. And then he has to make sure if there's uh, if it's not too sandy of, of uh, soil. If it is, you gotta you got to make sure you uh, meet the moisture content for the compaction content. Before you can put your uh, liner down or your compaction liner before you put your liner down. So what kind of liner do they use? It's a it's a very it's a membrane liner. It's kind of like a plastic, but it's very very durable, and it doesn't break down. It's supposed to last. Oh my god, like forever it seems like. And it, what it does is catches all the bad material, liquids, and anything that leaks out of anything. It catches it and it chases it through like it's. Like for the last one I did, we had pea gravel and dirt mix before the liner. So it all go through the pea gravel and the dirt and hit that liner. And then the liner would be slightly sloped and it'd have like a, a trench where it'd go into a pipe and then a pipe would go over to a well. Then after that well, go to another well and then another well into a big leachate pit. And then you would they would pump them out. And some of the leachate that get pumped out, they would haul to water... Uh, uh, refinery plants where they process it like where our crap goes so some of it would go there or some of it would get mixed in with a uh, topsoil that would they would spread it on the hillsides because parts of landfills are used up their source they'd put up there and they would throw a special grass out there that would absorb the contaminants that were in that and it would actually take it and make that soil uh, nutritious again by pulling all the it's, so let me so let me ask you this: Is there methane in that water? There, no, no, or the, hydrogen, or the methane. What they do in in the most the bigger landfills, they trap the methane gases. Okay. And what they do is they always go to a tank, and it's either they can turn it into natural gas or uh, a fuel for trucks, diesel, um, propane. So a lot of the gases that come into landfills, they now they've learned they can utilize them. And put it towards that of right. propane and gas. Yeah, and they're also, they've been doing the same thing with uh, yard waste, realizing how much uh, gas has come out of yard waste. Now, yard waste, and let me ask you a question here real quick. Now, with the yard waste, is there any type of hydrogen or... No, uh, it, you got your green gases uh, that come out of it that they've been trapping and turning into energy. Yeah. And what they do is they run it through like those big pipes you see in some of these uh, burn plants. They capture the gases, they send it through, and they'll reburn it to make energy or 
they'll send it through and trap it on another level if they're getting too much and they can turn it into a, a propane or a diesel or a natural gas. Oh, okay. So everything everything produces some sort of gas. Right. And it's really amazing. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people don't realize you can uh, use the gases and they can run a basically an uh, entrapped uh, what's that thing called uh, like a windmill like a squirrel fan you yeah spin this giant squirrel fan and that's creating electricity or the too. hamster or something like yeah that. and they got that going on they've been experimenting with that a little bit kind of double double use because as they're pushing the gases through the tanks or you know spin the wheel yeah getting created yeah we can spin to win it's pretty amazing because when you tap in the an old one and then you re, you can actually when you're when you tap into an old landfill, getting ready to expand it, when you're peeling back an old layer, it's been there forever and a day, and it's pretty gross. Right. And when you tie it in, you can actually see the years and years of how that landfill is used and how it breaks down. Well, I've dug stuff out to where you see stuff that you're, you're like, what the hell is that? And you're looking at it like, holy crap, that's an apple. Did and you it, have it, Did you have to wear any hazmat suit? Yeah, you do. You got to wear. You got to wear a suit. And once you're done in that area for the every day, if in every day when you're done for that day, you get rid of your suit. Your it gets put away, and they take care of it. And if you get a tear in it during the day, you're supposed to change because right, know, right. But yeah, no, you got to protect yourself. You got to wear your PPEs. Okay. You definitely have to do that. And, and like, there's other stuff out there. I won't name it. Explain the, PPEs to the your, people that don't understand your that. Personal protection, protection. equipment. Yeah. You're like your, your uh, safety glasses, your gloves, your boots, your okay. prop, proper jeans, all that neat stuff. And there's so much, uh, there is so much uh, time, effort, and money going into garbage. A lot of, a lot of people don't understand. It's, it's never going to go away and it's the, well no and it's the, and technically it's the best investment for some of these companies because they're always researching how they can utilize trash uh-huh and they have this one area and it's it's huge they take they, they you back in your trucks you go in there you weigh in you dump your truck and it goes into this big grinder how much did the truck? How much does the truck usually weigh? I mean, depending on your a, truck. Okay. Um. Now, um, like the truck I drove, I was supposed to legally be able to carry four and a half to five ton. Okay, but okay. I guess what I'm getting at is that are we talking truck and trailer, or are we talking a box? A box. Okay, so a box. Yeah, a box. About four tons. But, yeah. On a four, box. Four, four to five ton. Four to five ton on a box. Yeah, okay. legally. All right. <laughs> We all have know how well, that goes. Well, yeah, well, you know, yeah. But uh, so you go anyway in and all that, and you you dump your load, and the guys there, they push it in this big grinder. Okay. Rides it down, and then it goes off on these belts, and stuff goes here, stuff goes there. They have magnets that catch the metals and everything, and those metals get sent off to a recycling center. Okay. And then you got other stuff that won't burn, and they know it, and it goes through a screen, and it drops, and it goes into the thing called like a fluff, okay. a fluff trailer. And that fluff trailer will go to a landfill, but everything else that will burn goes in the incinerator, and then it is, of course it incinerates the the garbage, and as it creates the gases, they're trapping those gases from what they're burning, and they're reburning those gases to make electricity for their city. Oh, really? Yes. 
To make electricity. To make electricity with trash. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Well. Yeah, see, that's what I don't understand out here. I mean, this is supposed to be green country, and why don't they have an incinerator electric uh, plant here? That's my Oh, 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 you, uh, pick me, pick okay, me, JP. pick me, pick me. Because they're not smart enough to figure that out. Well, the sad thing is, is the company I work for, they're out here, but not in our area. I think a lot of it has to do with all the red tape and the tree huggers not allowing them to do that. Okay. Because I've seen the, the big plant, the big one, down south in the Texas area where trucks come in and they can fit, I don't know how many trucks into this big barrel looking thing. It looks like a big wash drum. I right. Mean, it's huge. Add a chemical here, add a chemical here. They spin it, and they add air pressure to it, and as it's spinning, it's breaking it down. It's creating all those gases. They're trapping all these gases. It goes here. It goes there. And by the time it's done doing its thing, they got all the goody out of it to produce fuels and electricity and all that. And this cube that comes out and hits the ground, whoop, right? it could fit in the back of a one-ton truck, and that's all the waste <laughs> that's left from that that situation. You know, I – um. You know what's funny is is that I remember uh, taking a load uh, out of Denver. He took a load. I knew you were going to go there. I knew you were going to go there. Um, I was in Denver, and it was at a recycling plant. Yeah. And it was they were loading pallets and pallets and pallets of aluminum and stuff like that, and they had to go to Alcoa, Tennessee. Yeah. And I actually have pictures still uh, of my old driving days i when i went out to alcoa tennessee which is on the outskirts of 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 knoxville and they had the cubes that were all stacked up and everything like that yeah and uh and this was at the time that one of the, one of my other favorite disney pixar movies was out animated but he had all the cubes that were all stacked up and everything Wally. like that. Wally. Yeah, it was Wally. And one side, and I said, it looked like Wally had too much crack this day. <laughs> yeah. Because well, some of them fell down and stuff like that. But that's what they do. And then they make the aluminum wheels. Yep. Speaking of recycling, and that's the other thing that the company I work for is really huge into. Um, recycling is actually a really good thing. But the only problem is majority of people at home do not do it right. They you're supposed to rinse out your cans and separate the, the 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 basically the food goo off every container. Basically, you wash it. Yeah. And the reason why is because it would cost too much manpower to wash it for you to make to make recycling. I'm surprised that they haven't marketed. Didn't mean to interrupt there, but. I'm sorry they didn't market a specific machine. Oh, it could that, be. That, you know, you could take beer cans, soda cans. Like a bottle, tumbler. A tumbler or something like that yeah. that you could have in your house. Right. And and kind of do that and so on and so forth. and Kind of like the... Hit the switch. and Because, fuck, they made it, you know... Shit, I said I'm, no. He no. I didn't go that far. Yeah, I didn't go. I just said F. I know the thing. The thing is, is if if people would actually do it right, and it would help our economy out on the recycling end of it, because we'd be more efficient, and we'd be able to uh, hand out product to our manufacturers 
at a cheaper rate. Yeah. There's countries, China ref- refuses to take our recycling they have for almost 20 years because there's more trash in the recycling bales than there was recycled material. Right. And there's other countries that are on board. They were rejecting it, too, because they're like, you're just sending us trash. So they're here for the longest time. The recycling value in this country has been almost uh, zero at times. Yeah. There's actually some garbage companies that are saying, well, due to the recycling program not being done properly, we are canceling our recycling program at our at our facility. And then I just got I back where I'm originally from, I was reading the article from the company that was a competitor. That's what they had done because nobody was cleaning the material properly to make it worthwhile. Okay. Even though they even though some people charge that have the extra pickup, some companies don't. It all depends on who you have pick up your stuff. But at the end of the day, they still gotta make a little something off that to make it worth time to have their guys go out there and pick that up. The fuel, okay. the insurance, the labor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Any businessman knows you can add 16 different things a Sunday on that. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, uh, just continue on with your sentence. But and... uh, I thought you are like, you're doing your finger pointing well, well, thing. Well, no, I'm, I'm doing a finger point going, Tourette's, you know. Tourette's. Yeah, I was having a Tourette's <laughs> moment. But, uh, no, it's, it's really interesting because when you break it down to where part of your trash goes to the landfill, Part of it goes into recycling. Then you got certain cities that burn it, and then they have their own separation thing. It's actually a really interesting system how things work across the country. And like where I'm from, they had a burn plant in one city, so trash would go there. Certain parts of trash would go over here because they had e- E25 agreements. So many counties had to go to certain areas. What's E25? It's a DNR thing. It's a oh okay. It's all right. It, What's a DNR thing? Department of Natural Resources. Oh, <laughs> they're 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 in the, <laughs> boy. I feel sheepish right now, <laughs> and <laughs> I should have figured that one out. They they actually set the standard because they they get very involved in these landfills, and that and they're not so much involved in the recycling end because they're more worried about the nature end of it and the damage it could do, if any of that stuff would leak out. And they're very, I mean, they're very big sticklers on paperwork, documentation, uh huh, and all that stuff. Okay. Um, trying to, I'm sitting here trying to think. It's been a while since I've been out there doing it. But well, you got a good recall and stuff like that. Tim, what's your opinions on these, man? What do you think? I mean, I don't know. Did <laughs> I wake you up? Uh, did we? No, get, did we? You I were was trying sli- to follow along just for the simple fact that it's it is a lot of information to process when it comes down to. I mean, there. Yeah, I mean, there's. You got me lost. What? I'm lost as far as the like where to even got start. Lost? Where to even not start necessarily? Well, but hell, as far he was as, asleep over there on his I phone. I was not asleep on my phone. <laughs> Get out of here, mommy. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out as far as like where my point of view on that would be. As I mean, as young as I am, I am a part of that group who just decides what recycling is and isn't instead of listening to people like you who actually understand the background of it and understand the the outlooks on it yep i mean you taught me something just as far as that goes and i've been to many different plants and seen all kinds of different burn pits i've lived in the midwest i've lived in montana where they do a lot of the aluminum recycling and i've lived in just all kinds of different crazy places and every single place does recycling different which doesn't according to what you said just doesn't make any sense it should be a relatively straightforward process for everybody 
I think compost is probably the most understood thing and outside that's, of... That's where I wanted to get your opinion right. on because, um, Ben, you were talking about the gases and everything like that, and there's certain gases and stuff like that that are in Russia in regards to fertilizer, and the fake media out there is talking about that we're getting a sort shortage on fertilizer because it, it takes what? but it, Apparently petroleum... Yeah, they try to say that. Well, it, it actually it does take petroleum. It does take petroleum. It does you take. You gotta have the equipment to process it. You okay. Gotta, you gotta get it. Get well, it there. So it does take petroleum. Yeah. I've also okay. seen that burning plastics and harnessing the certain chemical properties that get burnt off, you can actually make certain forms of petroleum and gasoline yes. off of that as well. So That's either true. way, it's gonna use it. If you're burning plastic with a with some form of a generator that uses gas or whether or not you're just burning plastic <coughs> in general, you're always going to have petroleum. Metals. Metals produce a gas, too. Also, metals, uh, any guy, anybody has a welder, like galvanized steel, stainless steel, steel, aluminum. When There's gases that come off that when you got welders heating up metal. It's no different when they, when they really heat it up. That's why those guys in refineries have all that protective equipment because not only will they burn the living daylights out of themselves, they got they got gases in the air. Yeah. And they technically, if they could, if we'd spend the money on our infrastructures here instead of sending it over to, if you know, wherever for child labor, um, they could actually do that and trap those gases as well and turn that into energy. Well, believe it or not, Orange Man was trying to do that. And yeah. Then... And then, you know, babbling idiot man come there. I'm going to cancel everything. Yeah. But it's uh, everything. Everything can be recycled. But you gotta have, you gotta let the entrepreneur get out there, invest in it. Yes, he has to follow the the rules of you know the DNR and the EPA and the this that no, and make it to where it's not gonna harm the environment. I get that it's expensive to get there, but I think everybody, if you want to make it a better place, let let businesses invest. Quit holding them back. Let them prove their point for we can actually make this a better planet overall or even a better side of the planet that we live on because or in a nutshell, why don't we just get the, you know, some of the, you know, the political administration of the government wanting to have their finger in every gosh darn thing. Right. And then and and then they want to control it. Well, wait, that's the Democrats. Um the the republicans they also don't get me wrong i am a republican i vote republican but they also do that too yeah okay they do but they do it with style oh creepy style if you ask my opinion well if it's creepy if it's creepy style so be it if it's going to benefit us as the being on the low on the totem pole yeah see people need to people need to start uh, i mean look at what to start i just somewhere. said I mean, look at on what I just said earlier. Break dust and tire yeah, dust and tire dust. It's like what the fuck? and and then the the climate change is 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 creating um, mental stress. Yeah. Well, if you would shut up about it, maybe that chick that's yakety yak 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 would uh, shut her pie I mean, hole. If every fucking uh, if every freaking time <laughs> you can go on with a news segment and not bring up climate change. Then maybe people would not, right, get so depressed, right. And then it's just people need to think 
outside the box. It, it, and they need to actually get a pool of people together and say, hey, how, how, how can we make this better? You know, the, and quit making the, up break dust stories. The, the, the old, the old democratic world. It's not here anymore. You know, and, and there's still some of them that are alive out there. They, they're even going, what? Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. Now, here is one thing. Um, when I was going through Brock, I'm going to say this real quick and we're going to go to break. Tim, do you have anything you want to add more? One of the things just was that, uh, I mean, I would say the privateer of entrepreneurship for me is Elon Musk. And one of the things that he decided to, I guess, say basically was that you shouldn't have anybody on a board of global warming or anybody on a natural science or even just the DNR who isn't at this point an ordained scientist, somebody who actually knows the physics on going that and having somebody in Congress who actually is a scientist to address them. And instead I do of just not, writing I, these bills. I do not disagree because I do believe that Elon, Elon Musk is a really good. Right. I mean, I'm, he, I'm, he on, even said, I'm on board with him, but he even said that if he was offered the position to be on such board, he would deny just because he does not feel like he is, you know, able to propagate or, you know, right. Represent that side of the things that actually right. make sense. If he would surround himself with the people who have been in the business for a long yeah. time, which and, he does. And then I think with his mentality of thinking, he could put such an interesting factor into that equation that right. he could put a twist well that's put a twist on everything he's, that's he's a smart man that's kind of what i wanted to kind of go about as far as a similar topic of mine basically just was that every which way that you can think about what he's doing for his companies and in this case trying to push uh more of an ecological side of things towards the government he doesn't he doesn't do anything that's um without a plan i guess it's, it seems really really thought out when it comes to you know, digging tunnels or when it comes to space travel or when it comes to even just a social media platform. I think there is a grand scale plan. Well, he was doing a, he's doing a pretty damn good job as far as I'm concerned with SpaceX. Right. And that even when it comes to Starlink as well, when it comes down, he was oh, able dude. to, yeah, when it, what he, what he, well, sure. The waiting list is nice, but when you, when it's something that he can actually sit there and do, which is direct certain satellites above ukraine and send the modems over there in order to establish a good wi-fi connection while things are going down there that seems like something you know that's a, that's a philanthropist move right there okay then i think that we're gonna go ahead and go into that segment when we come back because you you just figured what out what'd you figure out that's why the you mother... needed to change your depend diaper again that's why the mothership's coming, because Elon's the alien. Break time, break time. <laughs> break time. Go time. Oh, break sorry time, about that, Elon. <laughs> okay, so when we come back, um, you know, Tim, are you wanting to, like, just step up to the plate and talk about something that's, you know, because if not, I, I'm, I'm diving in. I'm going full bore. I might be able to kind of segue into your topic when it comes down to the Elon Musk side of things and as far as... Well, it's not necessarily the Elon Musk, Musk thing. It's the common sense. No, yeah, the, the general practice of what <laughs> I what The I can general see. practice, yes. I feel like I can, out, from an outside perspective, whether or not it's addressed or not, I feel like I can point out a narrative that almost makes sense at this point. Okay. 
Because I'm not against it. No. And I don't think a lot of people see that outside perspective, so they are against it. But even the people who aren't against it and kind of just don't realize it. Yes. They can't sit there and say that this isn't some form of philanthropy that's going to be good in the future. Just but because flow, it's a certain But person. the flow of being of naive and, right. and and watching legacy media. Right. If you watch something and, that smears, any and, smear campaign is going to Well, just, just listening to the administration of... We need to do this. Right. And you have to do this. Right. But the we Because we're is... cutting, because we're going to be cutting off and we're going to be using these types of vehicles. Right. That was the wrong thing to freaking say. To well, there the... goes California's power grid. Okay. And I'm going to get into that. Right. And I'm going to get into a lot more. So don't go away. This is a long episode, ladies and gentlemen, and people of the press. And because this is always in the good morning, good evening, and a good afternoon of the What's in Your Latitude program. And now for something completely different. Boy, he better boing, do what he said he's going to do. He better because boing, I need some beer. Boing, we want boing, beer, boing, don't we? Boing, Yo, man, I hear what you say, man. I can use a 40. Bouncing around. Gosh, bunch of bouncy clowns. Okay, you get paid. $10 for singing in a cat. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Oh my what gosh, do you oh think, girl? Oh my gosh, do I look good? Do I look good? Look, is my round? Is my round good? Oh, good, good, good. So what do you call Bye. yourselves? The orange or We're called the emojis, dude. round things? We're called the emojis, Bye. dude. Gosh. Boing, 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 No, dude, we're called the emojis. I want my beer. The E, no. G. Yes. Whatever. Yes, gosh. Emojis singing into a can. Take one. Beans and wieners, get them beans and wieners. Get them hot of beans and wieners. You want the beans. Beans and what? The musical fruit. Call them wieners, the more you do. Got the beans and wieners, got the beans and wieners. Beans and wieners, got the beans and wieners. Yeah, beans and wieners. And bass and wieners, don't be bass and wieners. It's a push bass and wieners. Not the push beef and wieners. Screen travel, got wieners. Just a regular bean and wieners. The more you eat, I'm just keep singing. Oh shit! So what? <laughs> Dale Wood, that was good, man. That was good. You said shit. Thank like you. That was oh, like good. You. Oh, I'll tell you what. I get ten dollar bass. Woohoo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go in and sign this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, Delwood can't sign. Yes, that'll be fine. Oh, 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 oh. Dude, we did it. We made ourselves basically. Remember that? Remember that General Mills cereal, blueberry, blueberry, and made your milk turn blue, blue. and then your lips were blue. And, yeah. I wonder how much and, crap that was in that. Yeah, no kidding. It's more than just food coloring. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably why we never got COVID. <laughs> you goddamn right. Yeah, we had that in our system. And for we the had whole entire time. oh, uh, Count Chocula. 
Yeah. And uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. And uh, what was, okay, let me ask you this. What was your favorite cereal? Captain Crunch. Was it crack? Did Crackin'? you have? Yeah. You know what, dude? Captain Crack. The, the one with the with the berries in yes. it? Yes. That was The bomb. Meth. That was meth. Oh, you damn right. And it's like, okay, I'm all of a sudden. I'm Crack like, cereal. <laughs> yeah. Then you go out and mow 16 lawns, lawns. You come back. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. But you I'm had, good. But you had a hundo in your pocket. <laughs> fucking right. And oh, there's the F word. And, <laughs> uh, that's okay. But then you'd have a no roof of the mouth left over because you would just, just wear it away. You'd be eating. Oh, the and there, oh, see whatever. Whatever. Here you go. You're sucking the life out whatever. of the show. It was a great cereal. It was worth the pain. I'm what was saying. your well, Okay, what was your favorite cereal? Oh, let me get. No, wait, wait. Before we go any farther, Brand let me guess. Breaks. No, let me guess. It was Raisin Bran with... with um, uh, Sugar? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, wait. It was that um, Trisket flavored. Oh crap! Wheat thin or or uh, Chex mix? No, 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 no. Oh, that's, that's the non frosted mini wheat Wheaties. With mixed with Wheaties, maybe, maybe just some, you know. Uh, rice bran and rice cakes mixed in. All right, Will. Was that what it was? No. I feel attacked. <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. Really. My top seriously. two favorite. Yeah. Raisin bran. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. And uh, honey bunches of oats. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. He redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah that's that's the good one. But as like a kid, honey, honey as a kid, the one that I would eat the most was like the honeycombs, or which those were pretty damn good. And then I'm trying to think, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like that's that was like you know food stamp type stuff. Yeah. But otherwise, no. The if I were to choose today, the the go to cereal I love. Honey bunches of oats. That's that's the one. Do you do the peaches or do you do the strawberry? No, I just like the straight, nice, straight like up extra honey, baked, the straight large up honey clumps, yeah. honey, all natural. I'm like an original guy. If you were to ask me about my favorite almost anything, it's the original of everything. It's like unless it's like the sea salt version of something. Yeah, but otherwise, I got sea salt. Like, <laughs> but I like like the original wheat thins and like the original lays and just the original. Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really like too many versions because after you get outside of that you're putting in like preservatives and the barbecue flavorings and the, the this is and the that's is and the gross stuff so the, this is and the that it, it's the unhealthy this is and the that's is i like that the this is and the that's is you got the this is and the that's is the this is and the, the that's is yep. i like that I am not going to steal that from you. You that's can have right. that all yourself. This is and that's us. Okay. That's education. Sure, yeah. So. Okay. Up with blueberries. Uh, yeah. My family calls them blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> blueberries. You know, actually, you know what? Actually, going back to the cereal, mine was, <laughs> it was the Captain Crunch. Yep. Uh, Crunch berries. Um, I mixed it with the peanut butter ones. Oh. 
Oh, Reese's yeah. Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, Whatever. No, not the, Get out of here. Not the re- not the Reese's Puffs. No, that's essentially. But it was the Captain Crunch uh, yeah. with Crunch Berries. Uh-huh. Essentially, what it was. And it was I would Puff put cereal. it in a freaking Tupperware bowl. Yeah. Uh, the bigger, the better. And yep. eight o'clock in Back the morning. Back when we didn't have to pay for it. On a Saturday, here comes the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour. It was awesome. That's all, folks. You know what? I got a question. We're cultured. I got a question. No, really. I got a question. Um, Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. Yeah. Okay. Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote. Super genius. Acme everything, right? For sure. Dude. I want to steal his credit rating so bad. I mean, he, he, you know, he gets on and and goes, uh, yeah, I'd like to order a rocket. Oh, sure. Not a problem. Can we add 10 tons of TNT? And and I need some dynamite. Yeah. I can ask some Tannerite. He has to have the best permits. And and then (laughs) give me four freaking pallets of birdseed. Yep. And the damn thing's still living. And, and then it, shut off this major highway. In the and middle shut of the off desert. this <laughs> major highway. I have some secret operative uh, things to do back here. Yeah. Don't forget the gallons of paint. paint yeah, lead paint. paint. Can yeah. I have two pallets of lead paint? Yeah, need the lead paint. Yeah. It sticks better to rocks. Yeah. Uh, he had a hell of a credit rating and a credit score. Yeah, and definitely. Or a credit line or don't something. Don't forget probably the world's best health insurance. Or at least America's best. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. I mean, how many times did he get burnt, fried, <laughs> baked, broken? And then uh, I was going to say the, the road, che- and they gave him the cheesy ass crutches and the tape. I was going to say the uh, the Road Runner must have been a part of the MK Ultra yeah. stuff. Beep beep. Just fucking just just going to town on those drugs. Mach five, man. That's how. No, that's there. It is. We just cracked it. It was all part of a government thing. The coyote had the government funding, and the roadrunner was on some MK Ultra drugs, and they were just seeing (laughs) how they would work in the nature setting in the middle of the desert. Oh, that's funny. There you go. (laughs) I know, right? I mean, the CIA (laughs) shipped cocaine all across the way in the seventies, so. The more you know. There we go. Isn't that when you were watching cartoons? Well, I was. Well, yeah, I guess. They're just dangling yeah, in front much. of your faces, boys. There I think it, is. it was. I think it was. Look what we're doing in the I desert. Think, I think right at the end of there is that I was done with the cereal and then I had to drink the milk. <laughs> you know, and you were good to go, man. Yeah. yeah. You were ready to go. I'm hopping on the Schwinn bicycle, BMX bike, uh, whatever that you have. I had a diamond back with the five plastic spokes. Oh, look at him. I had the red line. Ooh. I had the solid rubber tires. He had solid yeah. rubber tires. Got to get those thorns out, man. Well, that well that was even before they had the green crap that you could put in the from goo. Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You slime? know, the slime. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Man, how did Nickelodeon come up with that chemical? Oh, from the, 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 it must have been from the. What's that chemical called? Say it. Say yeah. It, say why, it, say it. Don't, leech, why don't you tell us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's from the leachate. Leachate. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's the leftover leachate. Yeah, 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 from the garbage. Yeah. That's yeah. Where, how I they thought, made it. I yeah. thought I heard a story. I lived in you Florida. You know, I, I, I knew you were hiding something. Yeah. I lived in, yeah, I lived in Florida. I could have sworn I saw a couple glowing barrels heading down that way. Yeah. Nickelodeon Studios. Yeah. Yeah. I came from your uh, nuclear power plant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. That's how they come up with so many crazy-ass stories now. <laughs> just weird shows. Oh, gosh. The Did you guys know that SpongeBob was based off of, uh, or is believed to be based off of the nuclear experiments done in the ocean in the 50s? Much, much, much later. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's, I mean, if you go back and you start looking at some of the uh, the outfits of the characters, they're typically in like a 50s outfit. The guys are in like the workman's, like the blue collar or the ties or the shirts or anything like that. <laughs> go the, SpongeBob, the girls, go. the girls have like the bobbed haircuts with the mice and they're all going to the beach. And then you see the swimsuits and it's the high belly button waist and the, yeah. the tube tops and the... And then they also sing more stuff like the Beach Boys and the Beatles style, Patrick. all kinds of different, all kinds of different stuff. So yeah, I mean, and based off of that, that well, was to prove here we are at the Krusty Krab. That was a show to basically see, or I guess a uh, document, and we can say air quotes document. But uh, like we said earlier, dangle in front of our faces what they actually were doing—the radioactivity that essentially happened down under the sea when they were under the sea. So yeah. And that uh, the island and all that stuff, all that little stuff is mermaid. real. Yeah, there was like a little island out there in the middle where they say Bikini Bottom and all that stuff. There's a little island, and then even the announcer, typically like a '50s radio show host, Goon. <laughs> who lives under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Well, you use who them in your. Who even Portis's me? You use them all the time. It's the two hours later. Yeah, that's, four hours yeah, later. That's him. There you go. That's the guy. <laughs> Yeah, so, man. Someone was frying on. I should have came up with that one. I wish I was invited to that party. No shit. I'd be still making reoccurring revenue. Yeah. <laughs> Four kidding. hours later. <laughs> one eternity later. later. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know how easy that is. You know to that say? that's the guy who uh, does the voice of SpongeBob. Yes, I know. Yeah. So he does yeah. like a lot of voices on that show. Yes, I know. I'm sure you do. I. Do know a lot of voiceover people? The guy, the creator of it's gone though. Yeah, but they still make episodes. Yeah, but still. Because the uh, Patrick and SpongeBob now pretty much run it. You know who does the voice of uh, Patrick? No. I don't know. Do you ever watch the show Coach? No. You haven't? No. That had uh, Craig Teal Nelson in it? Yeah. Okay. Remember Dauber? Yeah, Dauber. Yeah, he does. Patrick. That's oh no, I've really? seen I've seen yeah. a couple movies. Oh. I've seen I know the guy like I know his face. Yeah, I just don't know who he is. I've seen a couple videos where uh, or a movie I think where like his daughter died, and uh, he was like screaming about it, and I couldn't stop laughing. I, laughing. <laughs> I, I really couldn't stop laughing because I just I, I was it was no like just like total like Patrick just screaming, and I was like this is this is insane. It's Patrick screaming about his dead daughter or something like that. Yeah, it was just it was hilarious. Sorry, that was morbid. But oh still. no, it's all good, man. All right, so uh, this is what we're going to do. In case you've been living underneath a rock under a DIY. Build it yourself uh, out in the woods cabin. That took you a year and a half. 
of uh, building it because you ran out of power tools or you just wanted to do it by hand. Freaking Amish. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna dive into a uh, uh, something that is very important to me. Of it, it it does involve the climate change, and they're pushing it and they're shoving it down your throat as much as they possibly can, and they're trying to give you every reason why that they need to go this way right now, and they're going against the automotive companies. That, look, we're going to stop drilling oil. Well, Captain Basement of the president um, that won the election that was rigged uh, has shut down pretty much um, the oil and, and all that here. Coal. And, pipelines. Yeah, coal, pipelines, yada, yada, yada. And then they have a gay Department of Transportation faggot. I mean, damn Buddha, Buddha something... Uh, I don't know. I guess Trump said it better. But edge, 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 or something like that. Pete put a bit. Pete, see, I can't even pronounce it. Okay, but before I get involved in this, what I would like to say first is that if they were so hot and heavy about moving this to that, you know, all the auto, automotive companies need to switch to EVs. And in case you don't know what that means, it's an electric car or electric vehicle, y'all. Or you can just go Elon Musk and Tesla, which, by the way, Tesla is, I don't have a problem with Tesla. I don't. But there is some things in regards to Tesla that I think needs to be addressed or changed or something of that nature. But before I go any farther than that, we're going to stop doing gas production of cars in 2035. They keep pushing it. And in all honesty... It's the cart before the horse. The cart before the horse. I'm sorry. I Don't get me wrong. I'm all for the electric thing. That's great. You know, they they did hybrids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ben, you got a hybrid, right? No. No, it's, it's the F-350 you have is not a hybrid. No. Oh, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but what they did with the hybrid, that was a good introduction. They should still keep doing that. Right. They should still keep building the hybrid to where you go back and forth. I mean, hell, even Lexus is doing it. My uncle has a Lexus. He has a 2022 Lexus SUV hybrid. Loves it. Okay. It's got more gadgets than you could ever possibly imagine, but. You'd be able to at least cut the gas consumption in half. Yeah, you can cut it down in half. The way that they're wording this to the public, the way the public is taking it is they're like going oh i didn't know that i guess we better do that now i do have stuff here in my hand of research that i've done i've done research i've actually done research good i have comments and well that's fine that's not a problem i'll back you up first and then we'll let it tear it down Yeah, that's fine. That's good. You guys can do whatever the hell you want because that's what's in your latitude. But I am very interested in the Tesla side of things. So Okay. I'll fact check. Did you. you ever um did you ever see anything of taking apart a Tesla motor? Like as far as stock wise goes or No, there was there was actually Oh, taking apart like physically Yeah, physically yeah. taking apart the electric motor. 
I do know that uh, the Tesla logo is a part of that because okay. it's the brushless motor on the inside. If yeah. you take one of the teeth and do you, you know what color that. that liquid is inside there? No. Blue. Blue. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's a Smurf. Right. That got s- committed to suicide. I think, yeah, I, think, I was gonna say. I think I've seen. Now yeah. that you say that, when What's one it? crashes. Yeah. What's in that blue? Yeah. What's in that blue? I don't know. Red flag right there. Nobody does. Well, there you go. No, is it? It's uh, lithium. Is, I was gonna say, oh, is it it is and cobalt. Oh, that's not good. The, well, you have to have the two in order to make the battery. Well, I've seen that their batteries are crystallized versions of that stuff, and there's no free liquid. There's blue liquid that are inside those motors. In the motors or the batteries? The, motors. the batteries, whatever. Well, the, you got a motor. The motors the are on each wheel hub. The, the, yeah. The motor actually has its own lubricant. It's a blue. Right. Blue. So that's in the motor. The battery, the stuff that's in the battery is a separate right. uh, uh, material that's in there. And so you got two different materials. They're both toxic to the environment. Right. Okay. Hence the toxic to the environment. But yet both are natural resources. No, they're not. So now, if to the listeners, a lot of tours out there. If you would like to go ahead and um, really, really dive into the true thing of, and again, I'm, I'm saying, I think electric cars are great, but they're putting the car before the horse, before the research can be done, way before it. And we have idiots that are talking about it, that it needs to be done now, because all of a sudden we're all of a sudden killing the planet, which is bullshit. And if you don't believe in what I have to say, I would highly recommend that you go to epautos.com. A person by the name of Eric Peters. Uh, He's a guy that I listen to. He's on Wednesdays of the Bill Myers Show on KCMD. And uh, he's an auto journalist. And this guy, the auto manufacturers, send him cars. Yeah. And he goes out there and does the R&D. We're going to start off with something here. And, and some people don't understand uh, what you're really getting yourself involved in. Right now, what we're going to do is that we're going to start talking about, you guys ever heard of the Ford Lightning? Yes, okay. I have. Okay. And the Ford Lightning is, came out in 2022. Yes. Okay. And... Uh, you want to take a wild guess on how many of they they sold in the year of 2022? Uh, probably what a thousand? Fifteen thousand. Oh, wow! They only sold fifteen thousand. Gee, I wonder why. Because they have the introduction battery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That will only go <laughs> two hundred miles. <laughs> well, they give it two hundred and fifty. Oh, that's awesome mileage uh-huh how long does it take to charge that thing for 250 miles oh probably about a week mm, um okay. but the thing is you know that is just driving it Mm-hmm. okay let's put a load under it oh i bet you it's under 80 and how about if we just go ahead and go <clears throat> the elements of outside yeah of cold because yep. what happens to batteries when they get cold ben well they kind of lose juice they lose a little bit of juice now, yes, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah. No matter how insulated it is. But nope. if you want to go ahead cold and... It's cold. But if you want to go ahead and, uh, you know, upgrade to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
get another battery that's you know that'll get you farther. Yeah. That's another ten grand. Oh yeah, a battery. Yeah. The batteries cost more than a car technically when you go to repair yeah, them. Yeah, it's another ten grand. Then where? Do you, how do you recycle the old batteries? Um. Well, we haven't gotten that far yet. Well, then my and then, now here's the, here's the other thing. Okay. You, okay. Now you're starting. I'm to put think, the, I'm thinking. You're putting the cart before the horse now. Oh, oh. I'm not done yet. Well, I want to go back to when you said cart in front of the horse. Um, when you said uh, they don't have all their ducks in a row to actually launch the electric vehicle thing. Uh huh. I've been thinking the whole time. I agree. Elon Musk does have a good thing going on, but when you don't have an infrastructure to support their plan, then you have a big problem. Yes, you do. Now, here's the other thing, okay? Is that the government, okay, Ford bought into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because the government's saying, hey, you're not going to get no more money from us. Right. Unless you do this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> the base price on these things are 58K. Okay. Okay, with the standard battery. Oh, God. Okay? Yeah. If you want the battery, again, like I said, 10 grand. Right. All right. So if you really want to have, you know, something that's going to be utilized. Right. Okay. You got to well, spend more money. Right. How much did you get? How much did you pay for your diesel? 50000 Okay. There you go. There you have it. Right. That's all we need to know. Yeah. That's it. This is 58K. Yeah. $8,000 more. Yeah. All right. But I can haul crap. Yeah. What can, and what, it, what can a what can a Ford Lightning haul? Uh, um, doesn't matter what trailer I have on the back of my truck, I still get my five hundred and twenty five miles per tank. Yeah, there you with go. With trailer, and I get six and a quarter with no with no uh, trailer now if on the you, truck. Now, if you want the XLT package, which you have to buy, yeah, to get the three hundred miles <laughs> of another battery, yeah, you know, then you're up to. $63,000, For 300 miles. For another 300 miles. Wow. An extra 50 miles. That's just that's just absolutely yeah. insane. It, <laughs> um, it, 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 it's just beyond stuck on stupid. Yeah. What, what else you got on there about the... Okay, how much... Okay, I'm going to ask you something. Okay. On, your, on your Ford yeah. XL350... Dry weight. How much does it weigh? Um, uh, dry weight. I no, honestly, I haven't dry weighed it yet. You haven't? No, ever since I just quit driving truck. I what do you think? Eighteen hundred pounds. Oh, it, it, truck weighs more than that. It's probably more like thirty-four hundred pounds. No, it can't be that big. I should have drove it today. I could have ran out and looked at it. I don't know. I have to look. I'll call. I'll send you a text when I get home and look at. It. I'm okay. gonna got my curiosity up. Okay. Because my one trailer is fifteen hundred pounds dry. My 20-footer? Yeah. I know my truck weighs more than that damn thing. So we'll find out. I'll text you. I'll let you know. I'm right. curious. But still. 2,500 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot of battery weight. Yeah. That's a ton of battery weight. That's a ton of yeah material. Yeah. Remember the brake dust and the tires? Uh-huh. Yeah. No wonder it's making brake dust because freaking the weight of the batteries. Well, just in general. Yeah. Okay. Here's Here's something to look at. Um, that the vehicles are weighing so much more, which they are because of batteries. Because of the batteries, think about what that's going to do to the road system. You know, you're and ahead then, of me. I was going there. And then, okay, the the way the towns and counties and state and federal get their money to repair the roads 
is from fuel cells. Yes. Of the tax. So if you're charging your car at home and all of a sudden you have no money for repairs of roads, then it makes you wonder where they're going to stick the fees to get their money to do all these repairs. And the little hindsight is, is they're going to charge you every, well, depending on what state you live in, they're going to have a different registration fee for you having a, a gas-free or diesel-free vehicle because because yep. they're losing money for road repair. So I'll guarantee you your registration on your electric vehicle is going to hose you hard time. Well, it's going to hose regardless. Oh, yeah. Because they have to charge everybody. Right. Literally have to charge everybody. Yeah. So, Tim, uh, so far on what I've been talking about, because I still got to... I'm still not done. <clears throat> to go with the registration that you guys were just talking about, um, when you go down to Southern California or anywhere that typically has like a HOV lane or anywhere that you know has like a carpool lane or some sort like that, um, you'll see the EVs now have uh, registration stickers that go on the bottoms of the bumpers that say HOV access. And those are for the people who, if you register your EV vehicle, you gain access regardless if there's one or more persons in your or two or more persons in your vehicle, you as an uh, EV registered driver. Can huh? Wait, I'm not quite understanding. You know what, what an saying. HOV lane is, like a carpool lane? I remember back in the day that there was a carpool. You know? Well, there's still a thing. Oh, okay. Just not here in Oregon. Okay. So literally, if you go to Tacoma, there's carpool lanes. And then if you go down to like uh, uh, Sacramento or Redding or anything like that, there's carpool lanes. So not our So state. there's a scanner when you're going through it? No, it's just when you register your vehicle, like you were just saying, in states that are now in this case leading with EV sales like Washington and like um, like California, they're going to have in your registration parts uh, a benefit, a perk, to then essentially register your vehicle so you can access a carpool lane without having one or more vehicles. Like Just just like a benefit for you being able to, like, thanks for using a, an EV car, here's your free access to the HOV lane or something like that. Oh, okay. How much does it cost to register your EV? Well, as far as the cost, I wouldn't know because, like I said, these are in the states that we don't, like, it doesn't really do anything to us. But I, when I worked at hotels as well as when I travel, you would see people from these states that had these really stupid-looking stickers on the bumpers. Well, then there you go. Here we go. I have a friend that has an EV, and his registration is over $1,000. Okay. Because, and that's a year. That's because... Is that in California? Yes, it is. And there you go. Yep, because he's not buying fuel and they have to get their money from somewhere. Right. So not only are you spending, what, 15 to 18 cents a minute to charge your car and you figure up the cost, how many hours it takes to charge one of them. Yeah, you're you're really saving yourself some money. You're not. You think that you're doing something good for the environment and in return, you're not because where does electricity come from? Okay. Okay. They're doing away with the nuclear power plants, which is a clean energy. And then they're taking coal plants and they're knocking them out. They're gutting them and they're restructuring them to burn something else, which, which is natural gas. So how do they get that? It's called fracking for they don't waste any. So then you have that going on and then you don't have enough solar, wind, any of that to charge up. So by the time they get done doing all this, nobody's going to get their car fully charged in the time frame they need to because we have no infrastructure to support it. Plain and simple. Right. So now with that other thing, you know, 
being said, you know, I wanted uh, to, I kind of wanted to swing back into the blue liquid that y'all guys were talking yeah. about when it came down to the, cause I was doing some research while you guys were talking about it. Oh, um, so you just sat there in the, in, no, well, no, I no, needed, no, no, I needed to get the information just because it, I, it intrigued him. Well, because I didn't necessarily believe that it's a lithium. So you didn't cobalt. believe what I had to say. Why would I lie to you? Well, I had to fact check it somehow. So you you thought I was lying to you? I just had to know. I wanted to know. I wow. wanted to see it. I because I there's no way of Iron being able want to know. So there's a couple things that I saw that basically inferred that this liquid that does leak from Tesla's on a day to day basis. A lot of people report it. Some people because there's not too many liquids that go into a Tesla, mm-hmm. but coming from the undercarriage, there are leakages. There are things like that now. I will say that there are and is lithium used inside of the batteries. And as well, they now back away. That's not the blue liquid. I know it's not. But then when you're going into the batteries, they changed from using cobalt lithium batteries to now a lithium iron type ion battery. Right. That has certain crystal formations that improve deterioration and is different. Like a larger battery with less use. They're able to flatten it out. But you can't it. recycle lithium. No, we're, Once I'm when not, it's gone, yeah, it's I'm gone. I'm not on the recycling side of things. I'm ge- I'm going on the longevity and the use because you can have a lithium battery that sits in your in your uh, computer mouse that lasts only for a couple weeks to a month, and you're not going to get anything out of that. But we're talking about car batteries, something that's rechargeable. And he's talking about, as far as what I've done the research on, he's talking about certain batteries that are supposed to sustain all forms of weather, all forms of charging, all forms of things like that. So when they are supposed to be recycled, it's not necessarily recycling as it is recharging them or revamping them as you would do some other things, just like you would recharge a battery for your car now or try and re- recharge an alternator or something like that. He wants to try and design batteries that can be recycled but not composted or, or and he's going to be the one that's going to be able to figure it out. Well, yeah, as far as right now, what I've seen and with your your guys' blue liquid, that's a, that's a motor coolant. That yes. Essentially. It's kind of like the orange crap. Right. Yeah, there's an orange. GM did. Yes, there's an orange liquid and there's a blue liquid. And Tesla and other companies I was looking at, like Audi and, and some other different um, EV side of things, are using this blue liquid that is a phosphate-based and silica-based, or a phosphate-free silica-based liquid. Right. Essentially, it's called G48 is essentially what I just looked up. Um, but that is commonality. And it's just one of the like three or four liquids that are in actually like free flowing liquids. And it's supposed to be antifreeze as well, which prevents for freezing on the batteries. I'm going into the, the truck. I'm still not done yet. Oh, uh, OK. I'm going to go in the this whole liquid crap thing. And JP, you're going to know where I'm going at right away because you've been there, done that and seen it as well. OK, you're getting wrecked in your EV. OK, shit starts leaking. A lot of that stuff's hazardous to the groundwater and all that, right? Okay, you got a spill kit. Yeah, well, if you got a, you got to have a spill kit because it's 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 dangerous to the environment, right. to the water, to the fish, the frog, the blue jay, whatever. So but the what thing is, huh? What about motor oil? It's motor oil, yeah. It, wh- why do you think what they? He's got a valid point. Give him. Whoa, 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 This is why I need a third mic. The banter about what EVs are going to do to the planet right now. Well, we can just say screw both of them and go to hydrogen compressed tanks. We've got buses that go around the cities now, even in our town, 
that have hydrogen based or or compressed oxygen or compressed. I hydrogen. was actually wanting you to go to no, the oil no, thing. No, right. Well, either that's what I'm saying. Like we can scratch both sides because the arguments can be made for both sides. The amount of crap that comes out of a <coughs> oil based rig or a petroleum based rig is, if not more substantial and more toxic and more in this but case do you, polluting. But do you think that the fumes from the battery versus oil? I think the fumes from the battery, the light, the the amount that batteries give off fumes versus the amount of smog that comes out of the tail end of every car, right? It's not substantial. Like yeah, there's, there's not because a the battery it's a, is it's a is more intense. It's a percentile. But as far as but no, as far as like when it happens, bad. But the amount that it happens, not as bad. The amount of wrecks that end up leaving giant spillages, half of them are on major cities. Uh, major cities freeways which are on concrete which don't soak into the ground as far as right now i know there's storm drains i know there's all types of different things i know where they take them as far as like they'll go to different areas and that then it could seep into the groundwater or anything like that but as far as the same thing goes down to junkyards and landfills and the cars that are dumped into the ocean or the tires which that has are been dumped in the ocean around for decades for, for as long lo- much much longer i was going to say tesla really just got its kickstart starting in 2014 when they released the model s but that started when tesla was coming out with a with the lotus uh breakdown which was the roads the first roadster it was based off of a lotus and that i mean again those are those batteries were more crude than the batteries are today and you won't see any of the batteries that were first used in ev vehicles because all of those were not longevity vehicles there's boneyards of ev vehicles all over the planet to where all these things are going to do is corrode, is leak into the water, is leak into the ground, and cause these places. To okay, be so what ground. are they going to be doing with them? Well, that's the thing. Like you said, we got to figure out a way for the recycling process to go down. And I do believe that Elon Musk is figuring out a way to where if he cannot recycle these old batteries, he's going to be able to salvage whatever parts he can that may be biohazards to then put into new batteries. And but the other, them. but the other thing too is, is that you have to throw the hybrids in there. That no, are, the hybrids should be a thing, and I think also te- Tesla should. Do a hybrid version of some things like a cheaper model that everybody can have but is a 75 percent electric and a a 25 percent uh gas i think there should be i think there should be a leading edge to get people to not go straight from gas vehicles to ev vehicles because the moment we do that like you were saying earlier where everybody was like oh i guess i should just go do that i really don't think you should because again where's where's your petroleum-based vehicle going to go It's just going to get compounded up and they're not going to sit there and siphon out all your tubes and put all your liquids into barrels and make sure that's taken out properly or anything like that. No, it's just going to get scrunched. I'm sure if you did the first 10 feet of any junkyard, you would see years and years of oil buildup of stuff that is non non returnable as far as agriculture. But the but the other thing that um, that I'm also getting at with a lot of these EVs is that, um, you know, what my focal point on this is, you have an administration right now that is shoving it down your throat. Oh, I 100% agree with that. Okay. And I agree that there isn't a right infrastructure to take care of some of the hazards that are going exactly. on. Exactly. I and definitely agree with that. But as far as what the benefits but that come out of this. Yeah. There is benefits of coming from it. Right. You know, what they're doing, unfortunately, the naive people that are in the United States now that are part of the greeny deal or, you know, they're buying into it. Right. And they're not thinking about the future. No. And I think essentially they think that they're looking into the future just because it is an electric vehicle and they're getting, they're getting fed the electricity and all this 
crazy crap is going to be the future and this is what we have to do and well you're saving will the planet eventually, if you do it will no, eventually it will. happen it definitely will but again we have to have certain things like what i was going to get at before the break was what elon musk is essentially setting up is well you don't need to worry about certain things with evs giving off emissions so when you deal with well his, there's some other there's some other stuff that i haven't even touched yet oh no and I'm, i don't want to cut you off as far as though so well, no I'm happy it's fine. To, no i'm happy to keep going with that so let's go ahead and take a break this will be break the longest show. Yep, I, 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 I'm, I'm listening. I got things going through. Here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, don't go away. We're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna close the show with on um, what I gotta say, and uh, we'll take it from there. So, uh, please stay tuned for some of the answers that could possibly help you. With buying an electric vehicle, just understand on what you're getting into since it's getting shoved down your throat. And this is, once again, What's in Your Attitude Program. Like I said before the break, and now well, we're we're into a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the EV stuff is kind of yeah. Well, it's, a, lot. it's, it's a new market. Well, it's something that needs to be addressed to the public, and if I could be part of the public this way to give you the pros and cons to it, then I'm gonna do it. I just want to add a little bit to this as we're going along too. Okay. Um, when they're mining for the material to make the batteries yep. and all that, it's they do, other countries that are mining this, they don't have the rules and regulations that we have for environmental safety, safety of their workers or their PPE, personal protective equipment. And in some areas, children are used because they have little fingers, little hands, they can get into those spots and clean out the material. And then with the equipment they use in other countries, if we I would call uh, number two iron is the equipment they use. They they burn diesel in a different way. That's a dirtier diesel they use. It goes in an environment, and it's thousands and thousands of gallons per month they use to strip the earth to uh, you know get all this, and then all the trucking, all the other equipment with separation, tons and tons of petroleum is being used just to make one battery. Right. And, and, and what we, happens is is that the stuff goes into ponds 
Yes, they don't have all the regulations for the groundwater and and some of that stuff. And, and when, the stuff evaporates. Yep, and if it gets rained on, the water, it hits lithium. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen? Have you taken part of battery? It's like a fog. It's a bomb. Yeah. It, it explodes. Well, hog gravy and chitlins. One of the things with Tesla, though, is that he definitely s- tried to keep that start. And I know I keep going back on Tesla, but I, again, we were talking about how much blame he gets. And it's fine. No, well, no it's just he's the he's the pioneer, I feel like, in most of this stuff. And so he's going to catch the blame for a lot of different. When it comes to like the SpaceX, though, he's kind of just uh, he's lapping up what NASA couldn't do with private funding. Right. So it's kind of that's that's really well, it. Nat- he's he's following the mistakes and other companies are trying to follow Elon's mistakes. But there's, in my opinion, very few mistakes, <laughs> especially when it comes to the engineering of his vehicles. I mean, he's he's fully submerged. Tesla's. Well, when, OK, we we can go into a, a, a NASA thing that I can. That no, I can no, talk I, wanna, about I wanted too. to I wanted to start with the with the batteries and because the water because Na- I understand NASA that. NASA pretty much got, you know, thrown to the. You know, thrown to the curb by the yeah. government, and now yeah. it's just kind of a standstill. Whatever yeah. it is, now they just they just uh, deal with their satellites. But SpaceX is what is going to take the astronauts up to the satellites. But the but NASA is uh, you know they sent the thing out to the moon, right? You know to do a scan. They sent yeah. I mean they're going to still be doing their own things, but those are that's where the government. The, those are the things <laughs> that the government are actually going to be able to have their hands on when it comes to space. But as far as uh, Elon Musk, the government's on Elon Musk's time when it comes to like getting a rocket ready or as far as his private funding or anything like that. But with the water on the battery thing, one of the things that I've directly seen in, in one of the speeches basically is that you can fully submerge a Tesla. You can essentially drive across the water just because he wanted to make these things essentially apocalyptic proof. And you can watch all kinds of different things of it. He just threw stuff in there just to throw it in there. Yeah. He makes it biohazard safe to where you can have surgery in the back seat. Pro his, his words exact is that you can have an open heart surgery in the back seat of this car with the biohazard mode on the cuz it has a like a HVAC or a HIPAA filter or whatever it is inside of the car itself and so that way, you know, that was one of the one of the things that he made a joke about is that buy more Teslas because they're covid friendly and you won't get you can take your mask off while you're driving kind of thing. And right. It's kind of like a little stab at the people who decided to keep driving with their masks on thinking that covid was going to sneak through their air vents of their car. But no, I, I definitely agree with the fact that there are hundreds of probably, you know, we can probably name a thousand if we did the research of things that are going to go wrong with the mining processes, the the lithium processes, the cobalt processes. But I definitely know that they're going to go after the big guys first and let the little guys kind of still do their misuse. Yeah, but don't you think that, you know, for as many people um, should turn around and go, this is what we have. This is what we know so far. This is where we want to go. Right. And this is what we're working on. Right. Well, there's two companies that I can say are and do have that mentality, which is Polestar, which is another, yes. I would say, secondary to Tesla, in my opinion, just based off of my research. Correct. But as well, uh, you know, there are some companies that are owned by like Amazon. So like Rivian. Uh, Rivian is, is a company that is one of its primary donors is Amazon. So Jeff Bezos is trying to get his, his yes. hat into the ring as far yes. as that goes. Too. Yeah, exactly. But see, in, in just the Rivian side of things, it's a beautiful car. I absolutely love the look out of them. But there is more concern on their mining practices just the same as all of these other companies. Because, again, most of the largest resources that are coming out are coming out of the Congo or Kenya in Africa, 
which of course like ben was saying don't have these regulations with with human rights or don't right. have these regulations with mining rights but i definitely think that in any sort of case if anybody in this case like i said earlier uh elon musk being some form of philanthropist which i truly think he does he's even working with his brother-in-law um which is a who is a uh, a large agriculturalist and has a huge like heirloom farm and seed does with seeds and basically is a not a doomsday prepper but has one of the largest privatized um, seed and and agricultural businesses and he's partnered with him to essentially continue with okay well if there's going to be a food crisis well here's my answer if there's going to be a transportation crisis well here's my answer and his answers so far i mean sure they are out there when he started digging holes in la nobody really knew what he was doing but now there's substations in Vegas, L.A., Houston. There's going to be one in, in Denver underneath the airport to allow for better transportation. Might even help the medical processes. All, all kinds of different things where he's got ideas out of the wazoo. Yeah. But did, I you ever, did you ever play that game Telephone? Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah. Take about 12 people. Right, in a circle. And, 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden it comes back to you and it's right. totally completely different. Right. Well, Okay, you know. the people that are really trying to do something, right? it's the same protocol. Right. Because other people are going to get involved. Right. And they're going to completely change. On purpose sometimes. On oh, purpose. Yeah, those were yeah. always the people who ruined the game were the guys who would you'd yeah. say banana feet. We're going to find say some way monkey. to screw this up. Yeah. You would say banana feet is your first word, and then the guy halfway through would say pumpkin banana, and it would be completely different, and nobody would understand why. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy would just be snickering in the corner. Well, we're dealing with that with lobbyists. We're dealing with that with politicians. And that's truthfully why I believe and was recommended – or not recommended, but what was said was that the way that Tesla had to move around their company so much is because of just that. Yeah. People were basically prodding and poking and and giving him gripe and and stuff like that all throughout the beginning to which – it, like I was saying earlier, opened up the book for what his things, what he was doing in his company. The SEC in 2014 giving uh, an, a very extensive search to basically allow anybody who wanted to look through his stuff to look through his stuff. And that included foreign countries with foreign markets who were also trying to look for EV sites. And all they did was just essentially give them the opportunity to make these destructive cars, these cars that are not going to last that are just going to combust, that are going to leak into the soil, that which are going leads to do this crazy me into, crap. Which leads me into the other part of the EVs right? Um, that I want to discuss. What I want to discuss about those is that, see, the this administration, the, the, the new Democratic uh, administrations of today, of the last... Now, since Obama, hell, no, I'm going to go back to Clinton. Yeah, I was going to say Clinton. From Clinton to now. Might even be able to say Nixon, who knows? uh, Nixon was Republican. I know, but he still started a fire of crazy Yeah, we didn't start the fire. But, um. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe wash that out with some Watergate. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh. the other thing with electric cars, obviously, um, even, you know, um, the vehicle that you drive plus your truck and this and that, uh, Tim, your vehicle, um, not quite. No, but I want to go hybrid. I have a vehicle in mind. Okay. That's not what I was going with. Well, whatever. Um, or my vehicle, there's a computer in it. So obviously the EVs are going to have a bigger computer, a bigger mind. Of I think, information. I think I like where this is going. 
Yeah, the information. It's all about the information. Oh, yeah, I know what's going through now. Yeah. So when you're with your EVs and stuff like that, and because the Democrats want to control uh, everything of your lifestyle. Now, let's take, you, you, you could take any EV that's out there. It's got a computer in it. You know, uh, you can upload, download, you can do whatever you want. Music, this, that, yada, yada, yada. That's its Wi-Fi. And update through And update and through whatever there. and, and yeah. so on and so forth. That's how Tesla so got in other words, dance. Right. So in other words, it's a smartphone that has four wheels on it. Right. So. Which was the goal. Yeah. That is yeah. pretty much on where they want to go with all this. Right. And I do base my all of it on. You know, the, yeah. the starter, the Tesla guy. I mean, so they're all trying to be him. Well, they are. They really are. Almost everybody. Yeah. But here's the downside of it. Do you really want to get into your EV? It doesn't matter on what it is. Oh, I know. I know. And you're driving down the road and all of a sudden it shuts down. You're talking EMP? No. No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All of a sudden it shuts down because you forgot to make your payment. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, you will you will rent, and uh, you will not own anything, and you'll like it, yeah, back yeah. to the last episode. Or, no, that or makes sense, yeah. how about how about this one? Because we had COVID. Right. Well, I have, I have some real fast, I mean, I don't want to let's let's just say Let's just say that, uh, oh, you were due for a shot. Right. I'm going to shut your car down. Yeah, I think that... That is a stretch, but I liked where you're going at uh, first. No, it's, it's not a stretch. It's not a stretch. No, okay, no, I guess I, the social credit system you didn't have a shot. the same thing. Yeah. You didn't have a you shot. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Australia, yeah. We're going to no, shut I you down. That. Never mind. No, I can see that. I think what I, yeah, what I was. Insurance payments. What I could say doing, I was going to go for as far as like power goes, like if you don't pay your power bill or anything like that. Like that. Same thing. Social credit yeah. score like China does. Well, the social credit score, that's what I just, yeah. Or how about this one? You're just driving down the road, car shuts down. It it just shuts down. It doesn't know. It knows you're on a road, right? But it shuts you down in the middle of traffic, right? Higher insurance rates, okay? Because somebody all of a sudden, boom, done, gone, slam, right? Okay, no, yeah. And then we have. The other infamous one of why am I driving my car? And uh, what was the other one that I had here? No, I had to look at my notes. Old timer syndrome. Yep, I did. Is that you forgot to charge your car? How many people do you think forget to go fill up their car? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Uh, no, no, no. No, no. This is a whole. No, I. You have some truth, Tim. Some truth. I know I'm you not got fully some there. Tr- some truth, but there's a needle that lets you know. And there's a and bar. And there's that lets you know. yes, there's a digital. There's even some displays that come up and say, "Hey, there's a charging. You need to do this. Yeah, here you go. Go. The, it'll. It'll. You click on one. It'll direct. It can. You can self drive yourself to a charging station, just by clicking on it on your maps. Yes, of course, of course. So there. 
that's a little bit of a stretch on the excuse, but I understand what you're getting at. But here sometimes we go. it doesn't charge all the way. We're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and go to the charging station. We're yeah. Plug in our car. Please hold for two hours. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely but to get fifty percent where or thirty percent. Where do you see a charging station? In shopping centers. In, and how are they powered? Well, yeah. Well, actually. There are certain transformers that are getting put in through uh, Tesla that are brushless and essentially kinetic motors that aren't directly uh, powered by. You go to a charging station, what do you see? Diesel. Well, there's generators that are there, yeah. That are powered by? Well, I can understand what you're getting at. Okay. Diesel. I understand that. Yeah. But there's also some that are just directly powered by. Which one outnumbers which? Well, I could see that because there's more rural stations that would be out in an area not supplied by city power. Yeah, I could see that. But I won't live in the city. No, and that's, well, yeah, yes and no on that one. Not necessarily a city, <clears throat> but they're they're trying to outreach into towns to where, like, what we have is those are just large, like the ones in uh, the Walmart parking lot. That's a transformer, not a diesel yeah. engine. So it's like those are just large transformers that plug in directly to, these, to certain These power are grids. the things that they, again, um, when I started this talking about this, they have truly put the cart before the horse. I could, they I could need see on to some present. Cases, yeah. They need to present it to the American public of, this is what we want to do to save the environment. Right. Okay. And this is what we're going to do. Now, the other thing is, is that if they were so freaking gung-ho, how come the Department of Energy and the Department of Transportation hasn't put an organization together like they did with Homeland Security? Right. As soon as 9-11 hit. Right. No, I could see that as well. I think that there's like... Beta. They don't give a. I think there's beta organizations that are coming yeah. through. Like they're small and they're trying to gain their leeways and stuff like that. But I kind of wanted to touch up on. I understand where it looks when you see a diesel generator at these places. But if you're gonna propagate hybrids, that's essentially what. That's a hybrid station. Now your car is fully EV, but that station, which is stationary, which is completely available to get upgraded into solar panels depending on the location or even in in the metropolis side of things getting a, a more uh energy to come out to it based off of like a power line or some sort i think i think it's a better start than having you know a, a gas engine i know that gas and diesel but i think the diesel being better burning essentially or i just think that they need to have a better administration in the no, government right. No, I guess yeah. To, I, I'm, I'm a little blindsided by a single like again. Like I said, I'm. I'm more they need to have a better administration of how to attack this, right? And to make it better. No, I definitely yeah. And like I said, I definitely think that there there are companies who are getting under the radar with some of these new rules and regulations that nobody's going to. They're trying to turn a quick buck before the legislation gets too exactly. Gets like for too, instance, you know, you know charging uh, like a Hummer, right? The new the EV, new, that, yeah, yeah, it's 110k. Right. You know how long it takes? Eight hours. One week. One week. Wow. But how long, how long does it last? Uh, range. About 300 miles. 150k. 150 kilometers. 150,000. Or is that 150, 150 miles? Kel- or 150 Kelvin, which is a form of no electricity. Nope. It's 150 miles. 
Well, a kilometer is a little bit longer than a mile, but tiny bit. It's like 200. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's bad. But also, um, what was the, what was they, the Hummer's gas mileage before they came out with an EV? It was shit to begin with. So I know it's supposed to be the EV. It's but two one half dozen the other. I know, but again, you're just gonna it's it's apples. And okay, it's the so same company so the Hummer came out quality. with 13 miles to the gallon. Right. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Not really. Not the greatest, but still. A Z seventy one Chevy truck is thirteen to sixteen. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I'm not saying it's the greatest or it's the worst. I'm just saying there the are Ford F one fifty. But what is, what genre of a vehicle are you specifying in right now? You're, you got to. We can go ahead and go two thousand. Well, no, I'm not even the not even. I'm just saying like you're specifying on utility vehicles, larger vehicles, gas guzzlers, essentially. Let's go ahead and go with the Subaru. Yeah, I mean the Subaru's got somewhere in between eighteen to twenty five. And check this out on the Subaru. The Subarus, the Crosstrack, right? When they came out with their stuff, right? In twenty twenty three, the EVs, right? Check this out. Wrong page. <laughs> nope, other page. Man, you got this paperwork all screwed up. Got to number your pages. Yeah, I know. I got to. Or right. highlight certain colors so you know yeah. which one to. Colors. Oh, there's that color. Yeah, where is it? Oh, yeah. Subaru, Subaru Crosstrack. Uh, they sold. A hundred and twenty-seven thousand. But what's the range? What's yeah? What what are we? If we're gonna compare it based off of range and price and all. Unfortunately, that stuff. those are gas. Right. Because again, they're yeah, they're like the eco fuel. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had the SUV Subaru Crosstrack twenty-seven thousand in the first two months. Are these the EVs or the gas ones? Uh, the EV. Um, they, no, I don't have that in all honesty. Okay. I don't have it. I don't have it. Sue me. No, I'm just wondering what the, what was the problem with the Subarus? Uh, Subaru is well, an Subaru, independent. Yeah. Subaru is the last of the independent companies. Well, they're with Nissan. No, they're not. Why am I thinking they're with Nissan? Because they've got very similar body styles to some Nissans. I think all the cars do. Most of it. Well, GM and and GM is a lot of the... Sorry, the one that I know for sure is Chrysler. Chrysler owning Dodge and and Jeep and Fiat and Chrysler themselves. But there's the branching networks of those companies, which are... There's the SRT version of Dodge. There's the Wrangler version of Jeep. There's the Abarth version of Fiat. There's there's different versions of the... Of the companies that aren't necessarily guided by, yeah, there's, there's like I was gonna say, if you see a Dodge Neon, it's made by the Chrysler side of D or of Dodge, but if you see a Charger, it's made by the SRC or SRT side of Dodge. <laughs> Nissan makes a, a, a called the Nissan Leaf. Yeah, that was uh, that came out with the Tesla actually. Yeah. So the that came out in 2014 with the car that I actually wanted to get, which was a different hybrid, which is the BMW i3. So those three came out, except the BMW i3 was projected to be a luxury. And how much was that? So, well, the best part about it is the depreciation value. And no, I'll, that's not what I asked. No, how I know. How much was I, it? No, I'm just saying. They came out 
as a luxury version because it's BMW and everybody knows the prices on a BMW. They came out anywhere between $45,000 and $60,000. Okay, Nissan Leaf. Came out at $27,000. Twenty six, but yes, right, and then the same thing. And the Tesla came out at thirty five. Okay, you know or how 45. many miles you got on that battery? Now the both compared. I, I know about the BMW i three without the range extender, you got one hundred and thirty miles. With the range extender, you got one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty. Right now with the Leaf, you got two hundred and twenty. Nope, still at a buck fifty. I was gonna say buck fifty was my next guess as far as that goes. Otherwise, the Tesla you started. Want the, you started want the with bigger? You want the bigger battery? Oh, it's yeah. No, don't. No, yeah, it's don't. another ten thousand. But starting the reason why Tesla skated away with this so cleanly is because they came out with those two EV vehicles that were trash, aka the Nissan and the BMW, but only in comparison to the Tesla. And the Tesla came out on top because of the range and because of just the simple, like the simplicity and the luxury factor and the ability to basically market the way that they did. The range is what killed everybody. Yeah, and but but they figured it out it's in 2014. It's still going back to you need to go back to the drawing board. No, there's yeah. And you need 300 plus miles. Right. No matter what flipping Farfignugan no, yeah. vehicle well, you that need, you do. You need to think about this too. A lot of these vehicles are meant for metropolis areas. Like the vehicle that I'm looking at, the BMW vehicle. Okay, then fine. Keep them in their no, little metropolitan right. that's area. A, that's what they're that's what they're projected to be. That's what the leaf was supposed to be. The leaf was supposed to be a metropolis. Well, then they car. should go ahead Same and do with that the BMW. with everybody else. But see, the BMW as well. They projected themselves to be a metropolis car. People who don't drive that often, but don't want to pay or get into these lines in the middle of the city to get into the gas, to do anything. So else. how are they going to charge it? You can charge actually with the standard twelve volt. Uh, uh. <laughs> No. Yes, you can. No. No, because I've personally done it. You sit there and you there are there are hundreds of adapters, but as far as that goes, it was projected to and be And how able, much do you have to pay for those? It comes with the car. Oh, yeah, that standard one, isn't it? The standard one that comes with the car, you can buy one that either plugs into a dryer wall or plug. Or get it, yeah. Which, yeah. again, you can get a standard transformer, this, uh, another plug that is a, a... Yeah, so what do you do with the inner structure of your house? Well, if you're trying to hardwire something into your house, that's one thing. But the BMW taking four hours to charge, just the same, you being able to, And that's off your house. Otherwise, it's two hours offside on a fast charge. You're on 110 volts. It takes for... I'm sorry. No, I, I understand what you're getting at. But like I said, I've been researching just that specific vehicle. I mean, sure, I've been following Tesla, but I knew I was never going to be able to afford a Tesla for a while. But this BMW i3, it went from $60,000 down to less than $20,000 for vehicles that still only have fifteen to to 30,000 because they were expecting a vehicle like Tesla with the range. That's it. The value of that went completely down because of the range. Otherwise they are still quality cars and people are able to get 200,000 kilometers off of these things. Okay. We're talking miles, not kilometers. I know that's just the one I read up on as far as like the largest like thing. I think it was either a hundred thousand kilometers or 200,000 kilometers. But Again, I know, I know. But that was not here in America. So it was somebody who had the very same car. But okay. So we're talking about America. We're not. I understand. But we're also talking about companies that sell internationally. And this is an international yeah, problem. Yeah, I, I can see his point. Because yeah. Teslas are international. They make ones with left-hand steering. There's BMW that's international because they're a European company in the first place. So the fact that these BMWs are even in America means it's an international purchase. So it's kind of the same with Nissan. Nissan's not America. 
you know what? He could probably sound like a lawyer after you get done with a commercial. Well, I just really like this topic, especially when it comes down to these cars. Well, that's not. There's not a problem with that. No, I appreciate. It. I'm just like I said. I can go all day, especially with this side of things, and I only base the model off. But of as the long research. as you understand my point of view, For and sure. I am, and I respect your point. For of sure. View. No, I I definitely see where the problems lie. I've always seen where the problems lie. Okay, good. I'm also somebody who sees where these benefits lie and that the fact that if we <coughs> stop worrying so much about these gas vehicles and we do take the time to set it, because there's already an infrastructure for the gas vehicles. There's already a market for them. There's already everything. And I was going to say the market's going to expand tremendously once these cars all become used. And there's going to be a huge car market for used cars. There already is right now. Cars are devaluing by the second. My car is worth $1,200, but a couple years ago it was worth $7,500. So it's like that for the same car and I barely put any miles on it. So it's like, that's kind of the deal where and the prices are going back up and the prices are going to go back up for a new vehicle, even though it's a gas and that's apparently going to go out here in the next couple seasons. Well, no, it's not going to go out. People are going to more focus on the hybrids and then you're going to have 10 times more cars on the, on the lot. And this is going to be way more of an ecological problem than just EVs being biohazards at some cases when they crash. Right. <clears throat> But otherwise, yeah, you've got things like you need to figure out the ocean and the tankers where they're, you know, I think all ships should switch to nuclear power, period. Yeah. Uh, when they're co- talking about freight. Is. Yeah. Well, I was going to say my mother worked on a on a on the USS Carl Vincent number 70. That was a that we talked about. that. Yeah. That was a nuclear powered aircraft carrier. And as far as I'm concerned, that was not necessarily one of the first, but that was one of the ones that still to this day is active and still gets used. I was going to say if everybody watched the uh, Super Bowl, that was the. That was the um, aircraft carrier showed at the Super Bowl when yep. they were. Yeah, that was that yeah. was the USS Carl Vinson. So that that is still to this day used. And my mother was on it in the '90s. So that's kind of where it's like nuclear nice. power. Nuclear power is the way to go. And I even think that certain things like Back to the Future, Call Two, that is the future. I think you ha- yeah. need to have some form of nuclear reactor almost in everything, but not. When people hear nuclear, they think of Oppenheimer, they think of World War II, they think of all these things. Three Mile Island. Nuclear just yeah. nuclear is the nucleus. That's all it means. Nucleus of an atom, the protons, the energy that comes Chernobyl. behind that. Well, yeah, that, but see, that's the bad side of nuclear. That's when right. you, that's when you have something that is deteriorating. When you have nuclear waste that's deteriorating. When you have things that are just going to that shit. you're not able to right, control to, to contain because that's a different form of nuclear power. Just like electricity, there's many different forms of electricity. They're just based. ACDC. Those are two different forms, but you can make totally different things with both of them. And uh, but and there's a reason for that, right? But essentially, you can do one thing with one and you one know thing the reason, with the other. You know the reason why you have AC and DC, right? I would assume just to have the current, so that way they're separable. But I would assume you know more on that. I was a welder, but not so much. So no, I don't really care about direct that, current is direct current right. for certain reasons, right? And alternating current is designed for. Other different things. Very specific. Yeah. No, either way. I know that AC and, and DC have to deal with their plays just as far as... Um, well, alternating current, is that mean you can jump to jump to right. jump? Direct, direct current, cur- you can't. Right. Even though if you wanted to take direct current... You your can ground is a DC and your tool is an AC, essentially. Right. Or essentially. you can stick a relay in the direct right. current and... And turn into something different, right? So, you know? like you, were, like we were just getting at, where you or can, you can you build can take a the same space thing. shuttle out of household appliances and go to the moon. And go to the moon. That was a good movie. Toaster. 
toaster. No, but no, it's the same thing. I, I think that has to correspond to almost everything is that there's going to be negatives when it comes to certain things. Even when we were talking about the lithium and the cobalt and all these things, those are used in all kinds of different things. Those are natural metals. But now what they're used for, different. They're not necessarily supposed to be out in the elements. It's just something that comes from the earth. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good. Take sulfur, take, I mean, countless other biohazards that are just coming out of just go drink oil and tell me you're fine like again it's not the greatest thing that well yeah well i'm sorry to say i i also did too elmer's still tasted really good in the early 2000s we're fine <laughs> but no that <laughs> okay i sniffed mod all right, too, okay so. all right we're gonna go ahead and shut this thing down <laughs> I definitely think, like you said, to end out my statement, I think we should take a pause. I think we should look at the examples that are being set that have been established for the last couple so of decades. So this is a part two, then. Yeah, this is, well, I mean, technically last episode was a part two, too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, that was, uh, that was just, I mean, I can go a whole episode as far as that goes, maybe even next episode. But, no, I, I think we can always come back to this EV. It's a new thing. It's always going to be growing. It's always going to have new information. In the next two weeks, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of different stuff on that as well. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, and I... I'm only, just hoping that I can fit this episode on Spotify. I think you'll be fine. Are you pushing it? Uh, I, I think I might. Find out. Well, cool. I'll shut my mouth then. <laughs> well, on that note, everybody, we're going to probably end up checking out. Checking out? Yep, checking out. It's closing time. Last call for alcohol. It's been real, people. We're going to check it. JP's going to edit it. No, don't give them the secrets of what happens. Well, duh. Yeah, we already talked about it. (laughs) Okay, so that's it for us today. We'd like to thank you for... uh... (laughs) Now I want Captain Crunch after he talked about it. Blueberries. I'm going to the grocery store. Okay, there you go, and there you have it. So, other than that, um, just like to go ahead and say thank you for listening. If you made it this far, or hell, you probably shut us down about an hour ago. But uh, catch into the next episode. Uh, what's in your life, dude? But uh, we'd like to say again, uh, stay safe and always. Always have fun. Because it starts with an F. It ends with an N. And it's always got you in the middle. And we will see you later. Bye. Toodles. Boogity boogity boo.